Hey. What's up? We're back. We are back. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Hey, there We're you back. Go. What's up? Yo, bro. What's up? How you doing? Other than what we've talked about the last 45 minutes or 40 minutes. We had a little catch-up sesh before we started. Then we just talk about all that shit again. We're just priming the pump a little bit. Yeah. It's important to prime the pump. <laughs> you got to look on your face after yeah. after you know after a few weeks of not having a sesh, you got to prime the pump, bro. <laughs> got to prime a lot of things. You do lots of lots of priming going on, in in so many levels. Yeah, that, this is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do me a favor and yes, turn my headphones up just a little oh, bit. Sure. There, there. You, there you go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Maybe these are quieter than when they were before. I don't know. It could be. Things got changed. You know what fucking happened to me? What? Damn it. I'm going to, for emphasis, I'm going to set my cup on the ground really loud like that. Right. <laughs> it's not It's not nearly as loud as I feel like it should be. Um, when I was in uh, North Carolina, and I don't know what the fucking problem is with me, but over the winter, I had a little more free time in my hands, so I'm watching the fucking Insta Reels, stupid fucking things. <laughs> and... Uh, and I think I, I think this might be the problem. My fucking eyes are shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're shit, bro. I was I was trying to read my boarding pass for my plane, and I had to like move it away. Like I I, I know Ooh, I can't I can't you had to do that. I, <sighs> I did have to do that. I did had the whole extend the arm extend, and so I think we talked about it before. There was a time when I thought, um, you know, maybe I need some readers or whatever. But it didn't seem that bad. Like, I could still read most everything. And if it was, like, a little hard to read, if I just whip out a flashlight, no problem. I, it would clarify it for me. But I was looking looking at my boarding pass, and it's like, oh, it's really fucking hard to read. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, close to my face. It was, like, you know, like, half arms, like, like yeah. you know, where you hold your phone. And so I'm, like, looking at menus at a restaurant and shit. I'm like, this is some bullshit, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. And it's, it seemed like it happened overnight. It's what it feels like. And so I wonder if it's because it's wintertime and I'm inside more and I'm looking at my fucking phone more. And so it's like I'm not exercising my eyeballs. I was going to say, go back. You got to exercise those eyeballs. That's right. I'm not doing it. There's not. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can see Kyle's face, he's looking around the room. I think I need a farther distance than like 10, 12 feet. Yeah, but if you only need to, I mean, if you need to exercise at the three-foot distance. Well, I suppose. You just got to look up and look down real quick. It's, it's still, it's still. <laughs> do I have to do it so dramatically like you're doing it? It's dr- dramatic for effect. Okay, well, for effect. No one can see. Well, I can see that. You <laughs> exactly. Got, you can see I got a good laugh me. out of it, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was struggling with it. And, and I don't know. It's It doesn't feel good. It's just like this. It'll be okay. I, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be okay. I mean, I'm going to live. I'm just saying I don't got to like it. So did you try readers? Fuck no. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> no. I I walked by them in the store, you know, and I'm like. You didn't, test, mm. you didn't take them for a test drive? Well, I did that once like a year ago. Well, yeah, but you could see then. <laughs> I know, but they helped. A year, a year ago they helped. That's true, yeah. I was like, so I, I know they help. Like. It's not it's not a question anymore as if they'll help or not, is this whether I'm willing to, to fucking put them on because you know the re- there's a reason reader glasses are cheap. 
because they're fucking, you, you don't wear them all the time, so you set them down and you lose them or they're in your pocket and you break them. Like my dad wears readers, my dad in Texas, and he's, I swear to God, he's got 60 pairs of readers laying around his house because he sets them down wherever he goes or mm-hmm. he puts them in his pocket, he sits on them or whatever. And so um, just not interested yet. I'm still going to try to exercise my balls. I just need to take a hike more often, I think. There you go. Get a little more outdoor time. And yeah. Yeah. Time in the airport was not it. Dude, fucking air travel right now is fucked up. Yeah, did you get any delays or anything? Fuck yeah. Got delays. I was, so going from Madison to uh, North Carolina was pretty chill. You know, it was like... So a, just to... Maybe our listeners don't remember. So you're flying out to North Carolina to get a back tattoo. Correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um... Okay, fine. I'll do a little backstory. So, ten years ago, um, ten years long, long, long ago, I don't know where that's from. Fuck, that was. That? was. <laughs> I was trying to do an old man, and it came out like this. Okay, okay. So, ten years ago, um, I uh, I started this tattoo on my back, and it was I had this idea of a, of a tree up my back, um, and. Uh, in the branches of the tree, I was going to put my kids' names in Japanese kanji. And a buddy of mine, Mr. Bill, asked me why I chose Japanese kanji. And I'm like, because I think it looks fucking cool. Mm. I like the brush stroke look to it and all that. Um, so he goes, you know, there's uh, three different kinds of language writing in Japanese. And how do you know? And I'm like, fuck you. Just, just let it be, man. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It could say fried rice <laughs> for where I think my son's name is, but I'm pretty sure I had a legitimate source for the, for the lettering. So I'm pretty sure it is what it is. Um, it would be cool though to get one of those, like those, uh, uh translation apps on like yeah, on your phone. Yeah. So you like, cause you can hold it over Spanish words and it'll translate it yep. in English. So I wondered what it, if you put it over my back, if it would like translate or not. That's that'd, a good question. That'd be interesting. Um, It'd be funny if you could like translate it as an emoji. <laughs> and it was like if it would turn it into a what is this, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's just it's just one of those million dollar ideas I have. <laughs> um so anyway, I uh, um the four branches are are in each of my branches are my kids' names in descending order, um, from oldest at the top to youngest at the bottom. And um and my name is in the trunk. And so my my whole mindset around it was that uh um <clears throat> as my kids grew they're like uh my extension of me going out into the world you know and um and they had this ability to just reach out and get the sunshine and and just like live their lives but they always know like I'm rooted mm-hmm. you know like I'm going to be there like they know t- how to find me they can always look back and like okay there's dad we're good um and uh, and so I started it um, ten years ago with this guy named Chris Sheehan. He had a um, tattoo studio here in Baraboo called Eleven Eleven, and he's uh, uh, super into like sacred geometry and, and and stuff like that. And he had done a couple tattoos for Stephanie that were pretty badass. And so um, I asked him to take a look at it, and he's like, "Well, how big do you want it?" And I told him, and he's like, "Well, that's." That's a hefty tattoo. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yep. He's like, okay. So he drew it. And he's like, all right. And so he started it. And I did one session 
year. And then um, shortly after that, and I had the money for the tattoo saved, um, shortly after that session, he, uh, uh, he I spent um, like the next four years in and out of court mm-hmm. with like legal processes from my divorce, and it was not very much fun, and I spent all my money. And so, um, so I didn't get it done, and I decided this year this was the year to get it done. Um, and just so happens that my tattoo guy moved all the way to North Carolina. Yeah. So I sat on it for about six months trying to decide if I wanted to um, have somebody here do the tattoo. Like, I thought, oh, it might be kind of cool, have a couple local people come in, and they could do their version of it, and then I could have this – this uh, menagerie of sorts of, uh, and I was just like, ah, that doesn't feel right either because they really don't know what he was going for, right. you know. And so, um, so I called him up and asked him if I could hold a slot for me. I decided for my birthday, which was January eighth. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! <laughs> Happy birthday! <I> think. Okay. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was waiting like nobody said anything. I texted you, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it was it was eight. It was a while ago. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. That was just kind of funny. Um, uh, yeah, you flew out there. Yeah, so I flew out there. Sat for a couple of days. Yeah, so um, first first day, I got there the evening of the sixth. Got to my hotel. Um, dude, flying out there was pretty chill. Like I said, um, got to the airport in Madison. It's like two and a half hour flight over there, and then uh, was uh, it direct? No, I flew into Charlotte. Okay. Um, which is odd. Charlotte's like an hour east of Asheville, but it's like this, I don't know, halfway, the halfway point, but change over airport. So I flew into Charlotte and then took a, it was literally, we we're in the air for 25 minutes of flight mm-hmm. from Charlotte mm-hmm. into Asheville. Um, so I first get in there and it's cold as fuck. It's like 20 degrees and snowing when I showed up. And so, um, I get the airport and I call the, my, or, uh, yeah, I call my hotel shuttle. Like, hey, it was like 9.46 I landed. Like, hey, I just landed. P.M.? Yeah, P.M., okay. 9.46 P.M. Just landed at the airport here, and uh, so in order to get picked up by the shuttle, I'm like, where do we meet and all that? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry to say. He says, our shuttle shuts down at 9.45. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. It's like, okay, take an Uber, right? So I'm looking, the the labels at the at the – Asheville, you got to fix it, fix this shit. There's no areas that say where your fucking taxis and shit are. Oh, you know, there's like, like, uh, uh, like there's no areas that says this is where your rider pickup area is. And so I was looking around, I didn't see any taxis. And so I go inside and I talk to some dude. I'm like, is it how, like, do, should I just order an Uber? Is there taxis that come through here? And they're like, oh, say, so how do you fucking not know? Like you work at the airport and they're like, I don't know. So they're helpful. Yeah, super helpful. This dude was anyway. I don't know. I mean, he looked like he worked for the airport. He could have just got (laughs) off a plane. Could could be. So I go outside. I'm like, all right. Well, first off, my phone doesn't work for shit in Asheville at the airport anyway. Um, No service. So I got to go back inside to get the Wi-Fi. I order an Uber. And uh, um, it's like your closest Uber is 40 minutes away. I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, so um I'm it said um searching for an Uber and then and then the one that was forty minutes away is like oh fuck no, cancel, right? So it took me three tries 
to get an Uber, and the closest one was 20 miles away that would come to pick me up. And uh, so on the Uber app, it says, exit the door near the ticket counter and go to your left to your pickup area. I'm like, all right. So I exit the door, and I go to the left, and I'm waiting. And, of course, my Wi-Fi signals shit out there. So I'm checking my phone to see how close the guy is, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So then I go back inside, and, I, and it refreshes. It's like, oh, you're two minutes away. I'm like, all right, cool, I better get out there. I looked, he's driving like a red fucking Kia or something. So I get out to the pickup area, and I see this fucking red Kia coming. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. That's like, I think that's a universal signal that you're getting picked up by Uber, right? Because you stare at your phone and you're, stare at the car and back and forth and back and forth. You're standing at the curb, yeah. And so it's like, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I see the fucking dude, and he just goes by me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was a dude, but I would think if it was a dude, he would have pulled up to the curb, right? Because mm-hmm. he sees me, and I don't have my mask on, and it's got my picture in, on the fucking, okay. on my ID thing, but it's kind of dark, you know, and it's snowing. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I go inside, refresh, go back outside, and he's he's pulling around. And and then um, I'm I'm looking around. And way down at the other end, I see some people looking at their phone, doing the same fucking thing, walking past the building. So I start running, right? I'm fucking running down there, jogging with my fucking bag, and it's snowing, and it's shitty out, and I'm trying to look at my phone, and the Wi-Fi doesn't work very well. And I'm like, motherfucker, I got to wait in there 20 minutes. I'm going to be pissed. I get down there. There's like seven fucking taxi cabs oh. sitting down there around the other corner of the building. So... I'm sitting there, I'm like, motherfucker. And all of a sudden, here comes this red Kia. And he pulls up, and he's like, you, Ike? I'm like, yeah, that's me, man. And he's like, you know, I thought that might have been you standing down at the other end. He goes, but that's not the pickup area. I'm like, well, I get that now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, you know. So I get the ride over to my hotel and check in. And I got a good hotel. Still had free free breakfast. Mm -hmm. Clutch. It it wasn't continental even. Yeah, they like there was like eggs and bacon and sausage and still sounds like continental breakfast. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I guess it's still continental. Like what is continental? What is the continental? I think continental just means it's self serve and you just it's out in an area, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Who the fuck is Bill? We where the fuck is Bill? <laughs> it doesn't sound that great. It didn't sink that great. How many people did it? Like six. Six people? Though that's good. Yeah. If you want to be in it, just still you can still send it. Text a voice message to Ike or me. Yeah. Say hit it again. Hit it again. Where the fuck is Bill? Okay. Yeah. The one high pitched one that's lagging is Bill. <laughs> Because he had Fucking, to do it in his Scottish he, cause accent. Because his, his accent, he drug out the, the, the sounds so much that he filled all the dead space. Fucking Bill. <laughs> like I should just... Uh. <laughs> so anyway, let's. I want to look up the, the definition of continental breakfast. Lincoln continental breakfast. What? What the hell is Lincoln continental breakfast? What is, is that continental a Lincoln vehicle? Or was it? Oh, there's a Lincoln Continental. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I know what you mean. A light breakfast typically consisting of coffee and rolls or butter with jam. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. See, I thought con- Continental. I, I say Continental. Like, yeah, quick, I say Continental. Quick. Continental. Con- continental. Continental. <laughs> continental. 
So I thought Continental was, uh, um, I'm going to fucking say that weird now for the rest of my life. Anyway, um, I thought it was like, like you know, like a couple of muffins and like oh, a, sure. a juice box and, yeah. you know, maybe a banana. Um, and then and then beyond Continental, beyond Continental is like where they have hot food. Yeah, like um, the waffle makers and yeah. shit like that. So this place had all that shit. Okay. Which was great um, because like I would go in there. And I'd dish up a bunch of eggs and stuff on my plate. And then uh, and then I'd get a bowl. I'd fill it with hard-boiled eggs. And then I'd throw a, a, a bagel and a bunch of peanut butters on top of it. And then I'd just go back to my room. And I'd throw the eggs and the bagel and peanut butter in the fridge. And I'd eat my breakfast. And then I'd just have the rest of that stuff for a mm, snack mm-hmm. later. So it, it's like, it's just... I really appreciate still having a breakfast at a, at a hotel. Yeah. And you don't get that very much anymore. You know, I know you don't travel a lot, but a lot of hotels, they don't, they don't do breakfast anymore. And if they do, it's like a couple of muffins or like a, a box of donuts or some mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, I didn't want that. You know, I wanted something where I was, cause they had a gym. So I hit the gym every day while I was there. Okay. Um, even, even after tattoo day, really? still hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a hotel gym. So, you know, I had like two treadmills, a shitty exercise bike, like the fucking, it, it wasn't from like 1970, but it was rough. It was so rough. Like there's one adjustment on the seat. My fucking knees are punching me mm-hmm. in the face the whole time. And then they had like a, one of those racks that's got the different select the weights and yep. the, the cables. Um, but it was enough. You know, I still got a good workout. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, once I got in, it was pretty solid, you know, and then the next day was the seventh. Um, and, uh, so here's the thing, right? I was communicating back and forth with the, with my tattoo artist over messenger. Okay. And, um, and so I'd send him a message, but I don't know, he must not ever use messenger. So he, he wouldn't check it, you know? So I'd send him a message the night before. It's like, do I need to bring anything? You know, is there, do you have any tips for me? Anything I should be having on hand when I'm done? Like, uh, what time should I be there? all these things. And it was like nothing silence, silence. And so I'm looking up the t- tattoo studio and it says it opens at 11. I'm like, all right, cool. Got up, got, got my breakfast, got a workout. Um, and I was, all I had was my hiking boots. Okay. So I pack pretty light usually when yeah. I travel, you know? Um, but it's like, uh, they want you to wear pretty comfy clothes if you're going to be in there for a long tattoo. And it's like I put on my sweatpants and my hoodie and my hiking boots, and it just fucking felt funny. You know, it's like they weren't really comfortable. They're just like they're utilitarian. So I went over to this place, Plato's Closet, to see if I could find some some just some shoes, some like slip-ons or whatever. And he he messages me, and he's like, hey, when are you going to be here? I'm like ready for you. And it's like 10, 15. I'm like, what? He thinks says 11. He goes, yeah, we make our own hours, though. I'm like, well, I, I didn't know when you wanted me there. He's like, well, I'm ready for you, so as soon as you can get here. I'm like, all right, cool. So, like, I kind of went into panic mode a little sure. bit, you know? And so I, I hustled back to the hotel, and I quick grabbed, like, my wallet and my phone. I didn't grab my phone charger. I had my Bluetooth in, and I, I didn't have my Bluetooth charger, though. And, and it was just like I had this plan that I was going to be able to get my phone, <clears throat> my Bluetooth headphones, 
because I knew it was going to be painful, mm-hmm. and I wanted something to be a little bit distracting. So I'm like, oh, I can watch a couple movies or something like that while he's working on my back. And uh, I get in there, and um, he's working for a few hours, and we're chatting. And it's starting to fucking get to me. You know, the pain is. It's, like, starting to be a lot. So I'm like, I'm just going to put on, I got this book on tape, or book, book audio book. They don't say book on tape anymore. Um, unless you're an 80. <laughs> fucking. So I put my audio book on, and it's helping, right? I'm trying to focus on the audio book. It sounds like, oh, yeah, okay, and listen to the book. Just put my mind in the book. I'm listening to the guy's voice. And all of a sudden, my, my, my Bluetooth headphone goes, charge me. I'm like, fuck. No. It's only like 20 minutes into the oh, book. Oh, man. And I'm sitting there, and it's like, all right, how much time do I have when I, when I hear that? It's usually, it's usually a good, like, at least another 20 minutes, right? Five minutes later, charge me. I'm like, son of a bitch. Five minutes later, powering down. It's like, oh, oh fuck. And I'm and I'm laying at an angle on the bed on the tattoo table, and he doesn't have like the the face rest like a massage mm-hmm. table. So like you know when you lay in your stomach, you, your neck is kind of yep. fucking. It's not a like a real great position to be in for a long time, and so I'm trying to hold my phone out on the table, and I got my bad eyesight thing going on, so I got to get it far enough away where I can see it well. And it's just like, so I'm, my hand's kind of off the table, so I'm focusing on that, trying to watch a movie, and it just was not working. And then my phone gets into, like, 25% <clears throat> mode, and I'm like, fuck, I still got, like, I got another two hours on the table, I got to go out to dinner, and I got to get an Uber home, and I'm in 25% mode. That's fucking bad. And I'm like, hey, man, you got any extra chargers here? And he's like, I think we do, maybe. He's like, we'll check, you know, here in a little bit when we take a break. I'm like, all right. So I had to put the phone away, put it in low power mode, put it away. So I'm just sitting there, right? And he starts, and he's and like he's been working on mm-hmm. this heavy colored the kanji stuff for a while, and then um, he's like, "Okay, we're done with that." And I'm sweating, like I'm fucking sweating through my pants. The fucking table is soaked in sweat. I'm like, I'm like, is everybody all who's this sweaty? He's like, well, he says, he goes, "You're getting a lot of shit done." He's like, so it's pretty common. I'm like, all right, so. Um, he gets to this point where he starts to do these lines for these leaves around my back. And I knew it was going to be bad because when he was drawing it on with the Sharpie, it kind of hurt. Oh, really? Just with the Sharpie. And it's, it, was, it was a sharp tip Sharpie. For, I mean, you know, to, to be fair, <laughs> it's not like it was cutting me. But, like, mentally, I was fucked. As soon as I felt the Sharpie and it was like, oh, that's kind of stingy, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, then, then I'm like, I'm already in a bad place. In my mind, I'm in a bad place. It's like, okay, you can fucking gut this out. You got to be able to gut this out because this fucking dude next to me, he's getting the tenders inside of his arm all tatted up. And he's like, yeah, I was taking my kid fishing yesterday and we got a hold of this big old bass and it was so great. And he's laughing and all this shit. And he's like, you wouldn't even know the fuck was getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. It was like he was taking a ride on a bus. He <laughs> was just like, whatever. And so I'm like, you got this. Got this. So I'm, he's like, you ready? I'm like, yeah, man, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Fucking lay down. And he starts, and he's doing these heavy, thick lines around these leaves. And it's like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like gritting my teeth. I'm like, all right, you got this. Come on. You got this. 
you know? So then I'm like trying to talk to him about shit and then I'm starting to talk like that. And uh, I'm like, all right, I need a break. He's like, that's cool. That's cool. Don't worry. He's like, you know, stretch it out a little bit. And then it's getting cold in there. So it's concrete floors and a lot of glass and it's like 30 degrees outside. And we're right next to a window. And uh, in the middle of the day when I was sweating like crazy, the sun was coming in, and so it turned into, like, a greenhouse effect. So I was pretty warm, mm-hmm. you know. But then we ate lunch, and then the sun went down, and then it started to cool off. Well, now my, I'm like, I got this shiver that I can't fucking shake. That's a bad pun. <laughs> it was not meant to be that way. But I couldn't get rid of it. So I'm sitting there, and I got this, like, this little quiver going on. And I'm like, all right, I got to, like, warm up a little bit. And he's like, no, I get it, I get it. So I'm warming up, lay back down. He starts in again. It's like, fuck, damn it. Oh. And <clears throat> so he, he's, he finishes the outlines of the, of the leaves. And it's like, now it's like 530. And I, I got in there. I start, I got on the table at like 1045. Okay. So from 1045 to 530, some breaks in between for sure. But um, a solid six hours at least. Yeah. Six and a half. <laughs> so I get up and he's like, he's like, all right, we're done for the day. I'm like, oh, thank you fucking God. I'm like, that was rough. And the dude with this arm tattoo, he's like, yeah, bro, I heard some heavy breathing going on over there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I said, this shit sucked. I'm like, I said, and I, I go, and I felt like a puss, man. You're over here all cool as a cucumber talking about fishing with your kid. And I was just, I was feeling weak. I was feeling like a weak ass. And my tattoo guy is like, listen, he goes, that guy gets tattoos all the time. He goes, you haven't had a tattoo in 10 fucking years. He goes, there's a tolerance you build up to getting a tattoo. And he's like, and he's been on the table for three hours. You've been here since almost before 11 o'clock. He's like, he's like, don't feel bad about it. And I'm like, I don't know if he's trying to make me feel better. Sure. You well, know? He's got a point. I'm sure though too. Yeah. And so I, I ran with it. I was yeah, good with for it. Sure. You know? Um, and he's like, he's like, and tomorrow he says all the heavy lines are done. And he says, and we're not going to be going back over the, all the stuff that we did today. He's like, so it shouldn't be as bad. I'm like, all right, cool. You know? Think help me get my mind right because I was fucked up in the head for because uh, I I showed up the next morning um, and uh, and I'm like I gotta be honest with you man I'm like we're gonna see how today goes I'm like but if it's like it was yesterday at the <clears throat> end of the day I'm like I don't know if I can do a whole day again I said I'm just, I'm gonna do my best I'm like but that was it was hard at the end of the day he's like he goes just I get that. He says, whenever you tell me, you know, and he, and he was super cool about it mm-hmm. as, as any tattoo artist should be, you know, a tattoo artist should never like, like try to like, uh, push you beyond your limits, you know, because then it's like, you know, it's like, you're going to be scarred mentally or something from wanting to get another one. I think anyway, it's what I read on YouTube. Or YouTube. <laughs> you read it on YouTube. <laughs> I read it on Captions Wikipedia. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, uh, so he said, well, it shouldn't be as bad today because it's mostly like shading yeah. and design. So he, so he did, what he did was, is he put a, a mandala and, and he said, this will be like the, the um, representative of the sun coming out from behind the tree. And then he did this other uh, geometric shaping as shading behind the branches of the tree. Mm. So it's lighter. Um, and so that day I was prepared to, like, I had my headphones charged, my phone was charged, I had all my shit. I could put in a couple movies and just, you know, every time I could 
tweak my neck a little bit and then watch a little bit of a movie and it was like way more tolerable. Um, we put in another full day that day and, uh, and he was right. The shading and stuff wasn't as bad as the, the heavy lines and yeah. the heavy black coloring. Um, so we got to that point at the end of the day and he's like, yeah, he goes at least one more day. So like, you could use one more full day at least. I'm like, all right, well, it ain't now, you know, cause I didn't have it booked. I'm like, but so I got to go back. But, uh, um, I did feel like everybody that came in there the first day, none of them were back the second day like me. And then nobody was there. Like everybody that was there came in after me and left before me, Yeah, you know? So I was like, all right, I can be proud of that. For two, sure. Two full days on the table. Like, two full days. First one in last one out. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of a thing. So that was my birthday day. So when you're done, when, when I was done at the, at the end of the day, um, he, uh, uh, wipes it all off. Um, and then, uh, uh, with this, I don't know, the special solution. And then he, he puts this, uh, moisturizer on there and then he wraps me in mm-hmm. cellophane. Wrap yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Saran wrap. Um, and it's my birthday though. Right. So I'm like, well, would it be bad if I went out and tied one on tonight? <laughs> and he's like, it's not advisable because, you know, you're going to bleed more. Yeah. If You know, I'm like, but it's my birthday. And he's like, I know. He goes, I'm just saying, you know, the sooner you get back to your hotel and get it showered and cleaned up and stuff, probably the better. And I'm like, but if I was out for a while <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm not going to go get drunk. I'm like, but I'm, I want to go out and have a couple drinks, you know, get some food and all that, you know. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's, I understand. He's like, you do what you got to do. He goes, I'm just giving you my professional advice, you know, after you take for, for what it is. So, um, so I went out, had some nice dinner, went out and had a nice whiskey, bought myself a, um, uh, a dram of Springbank 18, 18 year old scotch. Okay. And, uh, it's from one of the original regions in Scotland. Um, uh, the Campbellton region where the scotch is made in us. Oh my goodness. This is so good, bro. So tasty. But to be fair is 40 bucks yeah. for one, two ounce pour. So, so then I had to have another, <laughs> another, Different bourbon. I had a Pappy Van Winkle, which is like a very storied bourbon. Very okay. good stuff. Very rare, hard to find. Um, and then some dude off the street from Billings, Montana, showed up to the bar where I was at, started chatting. He bought me one that was a pretty nice one, too. So I had a good night that night. Nice. Got in about 10 o'clock, I think. And, and it was time. It was a good night. I didn't have any too many ill effects from the evening, but yeah. So then the next day was just healing. Yeah, so you spent the day just chilling? Yeah, I spent the day just pretty much chilling. Well, I know, I chilling ish. Like uh um the tattoo artist said I um if I wanted to wrap my back <clears throat> like if I went somewhere I, I could. He said, but it shouldn't be too necessary as long as I just moisturize it and let it dry out a little bit and then I could put a t shirt on. So I walked around Asheville, North Carolina for like six six hours. Okay. You know. Checked it all out by the couple Couple souvenirs for the fam to bring home from when I was there, and then, um, but yeah, it was it was like pretty chill. I I don't know why I'm fucking telling all this shit, but um, you know the the medical tape you can buy at like Walgreens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff I use to put saran wrap on my back, 
is this medical tape. And like I took the tape off and my fucking it turned my skin like into a rash. Mm. And it's supposed to be like this hypoallergenic, all this shit. That shit stayed there for like five days. I've wow. never had that happen before in my life. It's so strange. It's the wrong kind of tape. I but it's like, isn't that shit supposed to be hypoallergenic or something from the store? From the I'm like sure pharmacy? It, I don't know. I'm sure there's some adhesive on it that Yeah, I guess. I mean it sticks. Yeah. Yeah. So when are you getting your tattoo? Uh, I just told you progress at the gym was <laughs> uh, going to take just a while. you going to set a goal? No. Mm. <laughs> you going to show me your tattoo? Uh, I suppose. Right now? Sure. Okay. Let's get physical. <laughs> <laughs> we are not, <laughs> not going to get whimsical. <laughs> this is not a house of whimsy. All right. All right. All right. The man is standing. The man is shirtless. All right. That looks good. I see some mandalas. I see, okay, yeah, I see the branches. I see the kanji. So the, the branches and the leaves? Yep. That's where he wants to do the um, the next amount of work because he wants to define, oh, that's an old man sitting down. He got to, um, he wants to define the shading in the leaves around the. Yeah, camera. I was gonna say. I think that's the only thing that it looked like it was missing was the, the shading on those leaves. Yeah, he wants to do some shading around that to define the leaves better, and he also he's he wants to take so the mandala, um, and the other, um, uh, geometric shapes in the background. He wants to um, take points of them and darken them, mm -hmm. symmetrically. So that way it gives it some depth. Sure. Um, but it's... Uh, yeah, because like every inch of your back is tattooed. Every, <laughs> every fucking inch of my back. I mean, there's there's the, there's the parts that aren't tattooed, but it's part of the tattoo. Right. Like the look of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like your back is now a picture. It is. And that, that that's what I wanted. Yeah. Originally, I wanted it. it it's, it's interesting, though, because... The mandala and the other stuff was never part of it. Sure. Like. That's just him growing as an artist over the last 10 years. Dude, fucking right on the nail in the head. Yeah, he's exactly what he told me. He said, he said, what I'd like to do, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, he goes, I've, I have a totally different style now. He goes, you know, I've changed a lot of the way I things I do. And he says, I strictly do this geometric. I do mandalas. I do these different types of style. And, and he goes, so I'd like to add some of my new style to develop it more into a full piece. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fucking A, let's do it, you know? And and he chose the mandala where he did and to represent the sun because the sun is the masculine and the moon is the feminine. So it's just kind of adding a little bit more to the natural side of it because the, the natural side, the tree, is like what I feel like when I think about it. You know, it's like it was, uh, that's what, what I wanted to represent was more of that. Um, and then with the shading in the background, once he gets the shading in the leaves and stuff done, it'll really pop away from that other geometric pattern. Um, so, yeah, it was like he called it Chris 2.0, but it's like this full piece of like his, yeah, his artistry. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, man. Thanks.
one of the cool things I thought, because before I could never really see it, you know, because, it, you know, people used to ask me, it's like, is there mud on your back? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so I couldn't see it. But now there's pieces of it that like peek over my shoulder and around my side. And there's something about being able to see it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got this fucking cool tattoo on my back. I mean, I know right now, obviously, because yeah, sitting yeah. on it hurts. But uh, um, but after a while, yeah, it's just kind of party and forgettable on them, almost. It is. It's like you don't see it. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing, too. I really like my million-dollar idea of the week. Um, for tattoo artists, if they could set up a thing where if you're on a table getting your back done, if they put a headrest like in a massage table style and they had a screen that you could see that was linked to a camera that was behind you so you could see what they were doing, that would be awesome. Because I, I desperately wanted to be able to see mm-hmm. him working. I wanted, I think it would help me. I think it would have helped me um, conceptualize the pain. Sure. You know? Um, and, then, and then the other part of it is like... Uh, like I could see the progress, you know, I, I never really knew where he was at. Like I could feel on my back, like where the needles were hitting, but I could, I never really knew exactly like where he was right. as in, in his process. Yeah. So if there was a video monitor and I, I mean, all it would take is uh, a digital camera linked to a small screen, mm-hmm. Bluetooth or whatever, and just mounted, it would be awesome. It would be really fucking cool. Yeah, you know? I would imagine there's something out there, or that's done in some place. Like when I was looking up tattoos, like one of the biggest things they said to like not do is sit there and try and see constantly because you're moving, right? You know, especially if it's on, if it's on your back or shoulder, like trying to look back and see like, oh, what you doing? Like you're moving in ways an artist doesn't want you to move. Yeah, you're moving the canvas, bro. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's a good idea. I think that would be pretty fucking awesome. Million dollars. And then when you don't want to watch it, plug your fucking phone into it. That's right. Yeah, see, I didn't even think about that part. You just like change what? sources. Yeah. Change keep the screen. source. Yeah. Boom. Done, son. So you got one more session in you. Oh yeah, at least. I'm sure if I go again, there'll be more to do. But keep, keep growing it. Yeah. It's gonna be a full body wrap soon. I you know, I think it'd be cool to stretch it over my shoulders down to yeah. my arms. I think that'd be pretty fucking awesome. I don't think I would want to wrap it around to my chest, though. I don't know what it is. It's like, but I don't think I want it onto my chest. That's all right. You know. I think if it came down onto your shoulders slash. Pecs, like up in here? Or under your shoulder No, just like on your shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like you said, down. Yeah. I, I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'm down man. with that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So... So how was the flight home? The flight home was, um, shit, that's where we started, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's you to keep me in fucking track over here. Um, so I got to the airport early, right? Because I'm, <clears throat> I'm like, I don't know, these fucking flights are looking crazy these days. Like United canceled like 2,000 flights a day yeah. or something, some weird shit. So I get this little rinky-dink airport at like, I don't know, my flight left at 12.45, so I got there like maybe around 10, got okay. there a little early, um, get to the ticket counter, and my phone goes off, and it's like, your flight's delayed by 40 minutes. It's like, okay. I looked at my connecting flight. 
you got a 40 minute layover, 45 minute layover. And I'm like, wow, that ain't going to work. So I go, wow, what are we going to do here? And the guy's like, oh yeah, you're missing that flight. Cool. Thanks. Sweet. Yeah. It's early though. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not a big deal. Right. I'm like thinking, no, oh, I'll get another flight in a couple hours. Right. Maybe they'll reroute me to Dallas or some shit. Um, so he's looking, he's like, you got two options. He's like, you can stay here till 8.15, or you can go to Charlotte on your regular flight, and you can stay there till 8.15. I'm like, well, I'll go to Charlotte because... Um, bigger airport, big, more to do. Right, exactly. Um, so it's like my flight now leaves at 1 whatever, and uh, I'm like, so I go to the um, little tiny little cafe area and I'm like, can I get an espresso? I'm like, no, nope, sorry. Machine's broken. It's like, fuck. All right. Just throwing a coffee. I'm thinking I'm and right next to it is the airport bar. And I'm like, man, if I was here another hour, I'd be over there. <laughs> so I sit down, I'm drinking my coffee and I'm looking at my flight and, and then all of a sudden, bing, you're not leaving until two 30. It's like, Oh, well, fuck it. I'm getting me some lunch and a drink. So I go to the airport bar, got some lunch and a beer. Bing, you're not leaving till 3.30. It's like, all right, bring me an old-fashioned. <laughs> Bing, you're not leaving till 4.30. Jesus. Bring me another old-fashioned. <laughs> so I sat there until like, I don't know, like 2.30, getting close to 3 o'clock, but I need to charge my phone. So I go over to where my, my gate is, which is like, I don't know. It's like a... a like a two-minute walk. It's like from, from here across. Yeah, the you can see coast. it across. Yeah, I can see it. It's like, and um, all these disappointed-looking faces are sitting around. I'm like, yeah, so that's my place. So I go plug in my phone, and it says, if you're flight 5085 coming uh, going to Charlotte, you're boarding in five minutes. I'm like, five fucking minutes? I'm like, I thought it wasn't going to be until 430. So I asked her, she goes, yeah, I don't know why, but it came in early. <laughs> It's like, don't you fucking know anymore? They don't. They don't know shit, man. It's so weird. So everybody's like f rushing into the plane, right? There's 10 of us. There was only 10 left of ones that didn't get rerouted. Mm -hmm. So we get in the plane, and like, you can sit anywhere you want. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking sitting first class. I said, except first class. <laughs> like, that's some bullshit. So I sit down in the business class, and uh, um, which is good. More leg room, all that shit. Okay. Um, and the pilot comes on. He's like, well, folks, we got to refuel and this and that. So we'll be here for about 35 minutes. I'm what like, the fuck what? you board for? Like, I was like, I didn't want to sit in a plane yeah. for 35 minutes, you know. And so it's like, all right, fine. So we sat there, got into Charlotte. And uh, also here's something. You ever have where you run into times where, like, you're talking to someone with a face mask on, and then, but you've never seen him without a face mask? Like, somebody new? You ever had that? No. Okay. So, I was talking to this woman. She was flying to, um, like, fucking, I don't know, Atlanta or something, but we were on the same flight going into Charlotte. And um, so, we're chit-chatting about life and shit, and uh, um, it was her first flight ever. So she was pretty nervous, so we were chatting on the plane and stuff. And um, get off the plane, I'm like, hey, good luck, you know, whatever. And I, I got into Charlotte and, and found a place to get some food. And uh, first time I've ever had Panda Express. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheap Chinese, GMO. Yep. 
It's great. I shouldn't have had it, but oh, I did. Oh, bro, come on. Did you get the orange chicken? I did get the orange chicken. Yeah, I got orange. Well, so they had these three options. So you can get the bowl. Yeah. You can get the platter with two op- two sides, or you yep. can get the, the big one with three. And I'm like, I'm pretty hungry. I need three. I'm like, I didn't oh. fucking not need three. No, nah, dude, I was get the two. I should have got the bowl. I would have ah. been fine with the bowl. Get the two so you get two proteins. <laughs> yeah, well, I did not. I anyway, I got the three. And then I open it up. It's like, oh. I'm going to eat this whole fucking thing. I know I am. It's like I don't need it, but I'm bored. I'm sitting in the airport yeah. for four hours. I'm going to eat the whole thing. So I eat this whole fucking box of shitty Chinese food. Anyway, this um, this girl, her name was uh, Megan. Megan, she's walking She's walking by me looking for her gate, right? Um, and I'm sitting there eating, and I have my mask off. I'm like, hey, Megan, good luck. Have a great flight. And she's looking around. Like, all over the fucking place. I'm like, I'm waving at her. I'm like, Megan, over here. And she walks up. She goes, how do you know my name? I'm like, I just fucking took a flight with you. And she's like, oh, my God. She goes, I had no idea it was you. She's like, she was just like, I had zero idea that that's what you look like behind your mask. And and she was freaked out. She was (laughs) literally fucking freaked out because she was like, who's this fucking rando hollering my name? And so... And so, and I, and I think it shook her a little bit because she was just, she, she was just like, okay, see you later. And that was it. Like she walked by again. She wouldn't even fucking look over oh, where no. I was at. It was weird. It was weird. Um, so anyway, <laughs> it was just, you know, it's just, it's like this fucking new culture we live in. We like not, not you so probably much freaked her out. I know I freaked her out. I know I did. I could, I saw it like in maybe her she face. She doesn't want to be friends. <laughs> well, maybe she doesn't want, well, she was an awful fucking chatty and friendly on the airplane yeah. either way i thought i was just being a nice guy saying have a nice flight you know whatever it's like who's this fucker stalking me uh, right exactly <laughs> maybe that's what it was maybe she felt like i was stalking her or some shit um <laughs> well now you make me feel like a weirdo no i'm just giving you grief so but so you had ch- shitty chinese shitty chinese which was actually delicious you just are saying it shitty because it made you feel shitty afterwards oh man i felt like dog shit i felt like i and it's like uh <laughs> you get on the plane, you're a captive audience, when it was packed. And I'm sitting there in my shitty Chinese, like, gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> gurgle. I'm like, oh, man, don't do this to these people. These nice people sitting here, <laughs> they're all, all just dealing the same shit I am flying on this day. And it's like, I made it off the plane before I started dropping bombs, but <laughs> it was, it was rough. I had to, I had to like, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't Shrek. Like where he says better out than in, you yeah. know, I, I, I held a couple, I squished, I pulled, pulled the muscle, the, the, the abdominal muscles to hold that. And I just felt, I would have felt bad. So was your nine o'clock Charlotte on time? It was. Okay. Yeah, that was, I got it out to Charlotte on time. So what time did you actually get back to Wisconsin? Mm, I think I got in, um, a little before 11. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm, one hour, eight, nine, no, it was about 10, around 10. Um, got home around 11. Stephanie came, picked me up from the airport and got home around 11 o'clock. But, uh, yeah, I, you never want to be that guy in a plane. No, no dropping bombs. It's like, nobody wants to be that guy. No. You know, I mean, I, I should take it back. There are some people that want to be that guy. You shouldn't want to be that guy. No, no, I didn't want to be that guy. I will say though, when I got into the jetway. Okay. So you're flying from a warm climate to a cold, to a cold climate, right? So, like, my big coat was packed in my 
in my in my uh, carry on, but they did the thing where you check your carry on when you get on the plane when they're like trying to conserve space. So, I say all this stuff, but I know you don't travel. Yeah. So you don't know. I mean, maybe you know I a little. Carry on was in an overhead bin. It is, but um, a lot of times nowadays, if it's a small plane, they'll take your carry ons and they'll they'll check it for free. Oh. Um, so they can conserve space in the overhead bins. Because everybody's carrying a fucking carry-on, and everybody's carry-on's bigger than a, it ought to be, and then people are fucking putting their coats and shit mm-hmm. up there. So anyway, I checked it. So I get off the plane. We're in the jetway between the plane and the and the terminal, you know, that little extendable yep. thing. And we got to sit there and wait for our bags, and it's cold as fuck because, you know, it's been cold here. And uh, it was like, is it night? It's probably like five degrees, mm-hmm. you know, and you're in this little uninsulated jetway and everybody's freezing and I couldn't hold it no more. <laughs> couldn't. It was just like, it was just because I was just walking. <laughs> it was that shifting of the legs. And it was like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly letting out squeakers all the way down the jetway. And then everybody's standing in one spot. I'm like, oh, fuck. At least there's some airflow yeah. going through there. So I don't know. I don't know if I got busted or not, but it yeah, wasn't, it a, it wasn't on a plane and recycled there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. When you came home, was it like the negative days? Mm-hmm. That was cold. I, uh, the, that one, the day it was like negative 10 outside. Fahrenheit. It was, I was so tired. And, uh, it was like 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. And Sam had just left with the boys. And I was, I had to get up in Memphis. Our dog had to go outside. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, make this quick, man. So I literally went out there in my, pajama shorts oh shit no socks i just slipped on like these slipper shoes and uh and i put a coat on without a shirt underneath it i'm like i don't fucking care right now and i was just standing <laughs> up there and it wasn't even that bad i don't know if it was so cold that it wasn't that bad granted i was only out there for like two minutes mm-hmm. but i'm just thinking to myself this is the idiot that i make fun of when people take pictures <laughs> and say look at these guys in wisconsin in shorts yeah Minus six, you got shorts on. Yeah. What's well, the thing? You don't fucking you're, you're a badass motherfucker. You don't care. I felt badass. Yeah. But then when I got when I went back inside and I'm like, I'm gonna crawl into bed again for a second. <laughs> like my legs like burnt. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, because they the, they got warm back up. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the worst pain. Like the getting cold isn't as bad as coming back from the cold. Like when you're I yeah. don't know what it is, like your capillaries or something in your in your Whatever it is, it burns like crazy. It's painful. So I'm like, hmm, shouldn't do that again. <laughs> nah, you're going to be badass again. No, it was good. We're going to have another opportunity next week, it looks like. I know. It's going to be cold again. It was so nice. What was it, two days ago? It was like yeah, 38 or it something? It was awesome. It was awesome. Now it's eight degrees this morning. Yeah. Seven. Let me take that back. It's chilly out. So. Frozen tundra, baby. We're not even in the tundra. Where does the tundra... Start. I don't know. Is there like a? Well, so maybe they they call call it. I was gonna say they they call Lambeau Field the frozen tundra, right? Yeah. But is that just like? I think that's just a name. That's not like actually. It's not actually tundra. Yeah. Because tundra is like in Canada. Right. Yeah. This is not tundra. Yeah. What is tundra? I don't know. (laughs) Fucking. Where Where the fuck fuck is is Bill? Bill? 
<laughs> we gotta fix that shit. I know. I do. We gotta. It sounds bad. I tried. Send more in, and then I can do. It'll sound better. Be enthusiastic. Half the ones that got sent in were like, "Where the fuck is Bill?" I'm like, "That's not enthusiasm." <laughs> oh, really? It's got to be a yeah. They, you got to be enthusiastic, people. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, where the fuck is Bill? Yeah, just like that. Vocal. Okay, it's a vast, flat. It's a vast, flat, treeless Arctic region of Europe, Asia, and North America in which the subsoil is permanently frozen. Permanently. So definitely not Green Bay. <laughs> no, no. So I can see why they would name it that, though, because it sounds cool. Sure. You know, and when you're playing there in the winter, I mean, it doesn't thaw out. So yeah, I guess yeah, it's, cool. it's tundra maybe at that point in time. And it's a, you've been to a pro football game. Mm-hmm. That fucking field is small compared to what it looks like on TV. It's been a long time. I, I mean, I've only been to a Packer pro football game. I've never Still, been to any other stadium. That's a pro football game. Yeah. By definition. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think. Yes, it's smaller, but surprisingly, like, you can still see, like, the players look still larger. So maybe it's because the field is smaller than you think. Like, I'm trying to explain this, and it's not working well. When you look at a stadium, like on TV, you're like, oh, fuck, man. If I was in the upper section, you couldn't delineate who was who. The players look all the same. Right. But when you're actually there, like, oh, no, that's really clear yeah. and quite visible. Yeah, just keep going. Well, how's that? <laughs> Fuck off. Let's take a break. <laughs> you need to take a break? Yeah. All right. All right, we'll be right back. All right, bye-bye. Never goodbye. It's until we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you when you get there, you'll know. But so my shoulder though, to to be fair, where you're thinking about getting yours done, that was probably like the easiest part. Oh, I like that scapula. Yeah, so he said that um, the areas that get the most exposure and then, like, rub on your clothes more, like, those are the stuff, like, your outer arm, your forearm, your, um, like, your legs, yeah. like, your thigh, your outer thigh, your calves. Those areas are not near as bad. And then, yeah, your shoulder, like, kind of, yeah, from your shoulder. Your back and your ribs are supposed to be really bad. The ribs are super tender. And then your spine, like when he went over my spine, yeah, that was like, it was a little rough. It's like I was getting burned or some shit. But the rest of it was like, you know, no big fucking. (laughs) (laughs) It was only in in labor on the fucking (laughs) table. (laughs) Um. Anyway, um, what we talking about? I don't know. Oh, some fucking really important shit, I suppose. Um. We were talking before we started, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little diversion. This is gonna be a heavy diversion. It's gonna be kind of a heavy diversion. I don't want to get too depressing about it, but um, I don't know. So I had something happen in my with my family. Um, one of my family members uh, got into a bad place, uh, mentally, emotionally. They got into a bad spot. And, um, and I don't know how many people know this that listen, but, uh, uh, a number of years ago, um, my sister, Jessica, 
um, she took her life. And she uh, uh, she used um, prescription medication um, to do so. And it was a fucking brutal time. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's a fucking heavy diversion. Sorry, everybody. But, no, we're, um, in it now. It, we're in it now. We're in it. So the re- reason I bring it up is because um, I got another family member who's in a, was in a rough spot. Um, and with my sister, Jessica... Um, she was in a place where she had gone to see doctors and she'd had multiple surgeries, um, when she was young due to some, like, uh, she had a hysterectomy and, um, a lot of different stuff going on physically, um, that were hereditary. So she got into the whole pain med cycle and then, um, uh, then she couldn't sleep. And so at at one point she had so many prescription pills she was taking to offset all the symptoms of the other pills she was taking. So she had one pill that was for pain, but the pain pill was making it so she couldn't sleep very well. So then she gave her another pill for the, for the sleeping, but that pill made her gain weight. So then they gave her another pill for the weight gain to help her keep the weight off, well, that pill made her have high anxiety. So then they gave her an anti-anxiety pill, and it just kind of fucking steamrolled into this point where I don't even know how she kept track of them. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, you see, like, uh, old people, and they got, the like, the pill box. It's yeah. got, and, like, a lot of times they're vitamins and shit. She had one of those, but the fucking box, I swear to God, each box was, like, two inches square. It's fucking huge. And it was full of pills every fucking day. And and so nowadays we were saying earlier when we were chatting before we started, like anytime I see these these uh prescription drug ads on television, they're always like uh uh you know, may cause suicidal thoughts, may cause this, may cause narcolepsy, may cause a fucking erratic weight gain, may cause explosive diarrhea, whatever the fucking causes. Like, it's all this crazy fucking shit. And then it's like, talk to your doctor. You might need this today. And it's like, and it always shows these people in fucking ads, and they're happy as fuck. Mm-hmm. They're playing badminton, and they're running with their kids, and they're, you know, relaxing on their couch with their lady and or with their man or what. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, it's not showing people having suicidal thoughts. It's not showing people having massive gastrointestinal issues that are possible with this drug. It's like, how the fuck do we get away with selling this shit to people? And then it's like, t- and then we're supposed to tell our doctor what and who's supposed to know more than we do about what we need, right? For our, what's right for our body. Like that's what they go to school for for how many fucking years? And we're like, hey, doc. Saw this shit on TV last night in between episodes of Friends, and uh, I think I might need it. It's like, this sounds like good shit. And it's like, and then, are the doctors incentivized? Yeah. You know, they're incentivized to, to hand the shit out, right? And it's like, you know, I was reading this thing, and it's like, well, they can't give them money, but they give them fucking trips to Fiji, you know? And they give them, they take them out to dinner, all these big pharma people. It's like, how fucked are we, you know? And so... It just, it, it fucking makes me so mad when I think about what we're doing to everybody when there's something that's not quite right, you know? And it's like, everybody's got shit. Everybody's got something that's not what, quite right. Sometimes we can't sleep very well. Sometimes we get, we're stressed out. Sometimes 
Maybe it's the fucking shit we're putting in our bodies because people are going to fucking McDonald's all the time and all that shit. And uh, goddamn, it's like. So. My uh, my family member, it's like uh, I asked him. I'm like, listen, I'm like, are you exercising? Are you sleeping at night? Are you getting sunshine during the fucking day? You know, are you socializing with people? Because that's important. Yeah. You know, do you have somebody you can talk to when you're feeling bad? Do you have someone to give you a fucking hug? You know, like all these things that don't like, they don't cost a fucking dime, but they're hard, right? It's like when we're angry, when we're anxious or whatever, maybe we don't want to talk to people. Maybe we don't want to deal with people. Maybe we, maybe we don't want to get our ass out of bed because it fucking sucks. It's hard to do. Sometimes it feels fucking impossible. So then, oh, here, take a pill. So then you can get out of bed and pretend like you're fucking living a life that you're not, mm-hmm. you know, just so you can fucking go to work. And it's like, um, and so, and I don't know when I like, when I go to the doctor for like whatever, you know, I had a knee, uh, meniscus issue or whatever. And, and I talk to him and, and it's like, uh, they don't ask me. Like, how much exercise do you get? They don't ask me, like, all these other things. It's like, do we, do you, do you need something for the pain? It's like, no. It's like, okay, well, it could be painful after, because I had a surgery. It's like, after your surgery, it could be painful. I'm like, yeah, I, I understand, but I, it's like, I don't, I don't want to start that cycle, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it's too fucking easy to, to get stuck in it. Um, and so it's, uh, uh, it's just, I just think that we're, we're one of two countries in the world that allow drug makers to advertise on television. Yeah, that's what I was going to gonna say. I, I don't know why we even advertise for drugs, prescription drugs. I think it should be, well, you can't pay a doctor to sell it, but you got, like you mentioned, you got reps giving them all these incentives and dinners and shit like that and I don't know it certainly takes away from the what I feel the genuine uh, doctoral practice would be not to say I mean I'm sure that there's plenty of doctors that just have a list of things that people need drugs for and they go from there but it's those who push the pills, that's the issue, I think. Do you, do you think it's a part of the, the medical education? Like, what do they get taught? You um, know, when they, when they go through med school, do you think they get taught to, like, go through all of, the, all of the natural situations that can create the maladies that we're dealing with? Or do you think they get taught to, to go down a checklist? Do you fit in this box? If you fit in this box... This kind of drug will help. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know. I would like to think there's a, a wellness side of things that aren't related to drugs and prescriptions. But I don't know. I'd like to think so too, but it, it seems to me that like 
all the wellness side of things come from the uh, the non-licensed medical practitioner field. You True. Know? I get a lot more wellness advice from, frankly, Dr. Michael, a chiropractor, like related to our kids, than uh, than their pediatrician. See, that's the thing. It's um, and I, I do too because I we use the same. You know, we both go to Dr. Michael and and uh, and it is. It's just like, you know, it's like, are you doing your stretches every morning? You know, are you exercising? You gotta you gotta work your muscles. You gotta get out. You gotta move. You know, what are you eating? You getting enough vitamin D? Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I also, I know someone that recently had one of their, they went to a counselor for the first time and, um, and so they went to the counselor and the counselor's like, okay, it was a virtual, I think it was a virtual call. It was probably virtual. Um, and so the counselor pulls out a piece of paper and is like, okay, so are you suffering from this? Are you suffering from suicidal thoughts? Are you sleeping well at night? Are you suffering from anxiety? Are you suffering from this? Are you suffering from this? It's a big checklist, right? So the checklist comes down and it's like, oh, I think, you know, by going from this checklist, you're, you're suffering from depression, anxiety, and possibly um, OCD or something like that. And it's like, well, I don't really f- feel depressed, you know, just like, you know, had some hard things happen, you know, but I don't feel like that. And she's like, okay, well, hang on a second. Let me get one more thing. So she goes back and gets another piece of paper and she reads the fucking piece of paper and it's the same fucking questions. Are you having suicidal thoughts? Are you having this? Are you having this? And he's like, no, I told you that. I don't, you know, she's like, okay, let me get another piece of paper. So he gets another fucking piece of paper. It's like, what are the fucking pieces of paper for, man? It's like, you're supposed to connect with somebody and, and, and understand who they are and what they're going through and, and like, uh, uh, you were educated to this point to be able to help somebody, you know, with talking it out. That's what a counselor does, you know. But it's like what she did was she went through all these protocols. And at the end of the protocol, if you receive a certain score, then you must be this. Yeah. This is the diagnosis, and then this is the pill to fix the diagnosis. Right. Right. And it's like, well, how does that... Dude, like, I know so many people right now that are fucking so stressed out. Yeah. And people are worried about Omicron, or they're saying, fuck Omicron, or they're worried about their job, or they're saying, fuck jobs. But it's all this super tension, you know, like, like the world's coming in on everybody, you know, I, I, I need to backtrack because my wife will call me out for this. We actually have a really great pediatrician for our kids. And I I think we actually do get pretty good health and wellness from him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a good, that's a good backtrack. I feel that you're like, shit, I'm going to get roasted over this. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so I, and, and and maybe I inflected my own personal experience onto my kid's pediatrician, which wasn't fair. That's true. So so on a personal level, like I felt like when I went to a doctor, it was much more of 
the checklist and it was very not great bedside manner and it wasn't like trying to really get to the bottom of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I apologize for that. Uh, not that anyone who listens to this knows my kid's pediatrician, but he actually is pretty, pretty on point. Nice. But he doesn't take new clients now, probably because he is one of the on-point pediatricians. So, well, that's a good place for him to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and it's and it's nice to hear that uh, that there's t- t- pediatricians out there. That so I had to backtrack things. because I was in your mindset, and I agree with your mindset, but mm-hmm. there are exceptions. Gotcha. Yeah, you were you were you were rolling with it. I was rolling with it, yeah. but then you know, after a little reflecting, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm wrong to roll with it with my kid's pediatrician. Yeah, because he's good. I feel that. Anyhow, I'm sorry. No, that's no, all good. It's all good. Um, I just I feel like that we're in a crux. Of, I mean, we're in a crux of a of a dangerous position in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but I feel like our our um, we were just talking before before we got started this. Um, Mr. Bill, Mr. Bill Arbogast, where the fuck is Bill? You all know him as where the fuck is Bill? He is uh, possibly looking at doing some substitute teaching, and um. And so we'll get to dive into that a little bit um, next Saturday night. I'm Ooh. hoping it's going to be another anniversary <laughs> whiskey night. <laughs> Successful one-year anniversary whiskey night with Kyle Knight, the conversation, and Mr. Bill, because we all know he's our most popular guest we've had so far. Um, but he's uh, looking into doing this substitute teaching. And it's because there are no fucking teachers. I mean, I know. Baraboo just went virtual. No. Everyone's out sick. Yeah. Do you think that they're all sick? You think some of them are afraid of getting sick? What do you think is that? Okay, I think I think they're all sick, but I think probably the majority are sick with non-COVID illness, but because of the new protocols, they have to quarantine. Okay, that's fair. So my child, Link, who just turned four right before you, he's missed a ton of school because of illness and... Some of it's like, yeah, he shouldn't go to school because he's sick. But there's there would be a day where like he has a hundred point four fever. Well, that's the threshold. Yep, that's a COVID symptom, so he can't come to school. Yep, it's like, but kids get fevers or a runny nose. Yeah, all the fucking time. All the fucking time, especially in the winter. And so I I, I do wonder if it's similar, like with teachers, like yeah, I, I have a cold and I coughed once. So now I can't come into school until I get a negative COVID test, even though I'm triple vaxxed and every, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And so I think there's just, I I think there's a lot of like policies that, you know, were put in place for safety, but are basically going to cut teacher attendance dramatically, cut school attendance dramatically. One of our staff here just who works at schools, like a third of the school was missing the other day of the week. They were all out sick. Kids? Yeah, kids. Wow. You, and, and either that means a third of the kids in the school district have COVID, which means probably everyone in that school district has COVID, or a lot of kids have a cold because it's cold season, mm-hmm. and they can't come to school because the policy says they can't. Or they don't want to go to school. Or they don't <laughs> want to go to school. But in this case, I would, because he works at an elementary school, oh, yeah. I would I would think there's less... There's more parent influence in, yes. as far as a kid being able to school. Yeah, how many high school or t- middle schoolers don't go to school because they have a COVID symptom? Yeah. Oh, they want that symptom. Exactly. 
They're sitting in front of the little space heater in their house. Oh, I got a fever. I feel my head is super hot. Yeah, it's 118. Damn. (laughs) How are you alive? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, kids have been doing that for a long time. But now they've got the easiest fucking out ever. Cough. Cough. (laughs) Say you have a sore throat. Just fucking say it. I dare you. Yeah. You you can't come in. Sorry. Like, uh, I I wonder what it feels like to be a school nurse right now. I imagine that. Like every fucking day, these kids are coming in. I'm really sick. I got to go home. It's like, bullshit, Jeff, go back to class or whatever. And it's just like, otherwise, you probably can't tell them that. Yeah. Take your temperature. Oh, you got a 99 degree temperature. So, and they're like, well, yeah, I got a fever. I don't feel very good. (laughs) You know? Not until it's 100.4. Right. Let me do run a lap quick. But at what point does the, does the, like the school nurse get to the point where she's just like, Fuck it. You know, like I'm seeing 70 fucking kids a day and I'm tired of seeing your face in here. So let your fucking parents deal with you. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's that? Um, uh, it's not. What's the word I'm looking for where it's like you just don't fucking care anymore? When you just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, but there's a fucking <laughs> word for it. And it's like, it's a, uh, it's not complacent. It's another word, but I can't think of it right now. It's there's a quote like, "The opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is this fucking word." And I can't think of it right now. I just huh. anyway, it's a uh, um, what was that? Fuck is Bill? It does sound bad. It tr- it did not transfer very good. Yeah, I, yeah. We might we may just have to do our own. Just just put ours on there. There we go. <laughs> you, you've been working on your skills lately. <laughs> Putting some time into that soundboard. Shut the soundboard off. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just got to be a point where it's just like they just don't they don't have the energy. Yeah, you know, I I feel so fucking bad for these teachers that that like you don't know who's gonna be in your class. You're, you're grading papers that, like, are coming from probably three different places, from physical, from virtual, and then from people that are coming in part-time, and then they, then they can turn in their papers whenever they want, you know? So, like, you could turn in a paper six weeks late, and you still got to grade it, but you're on, like, a whole different part of the, you know, subject now. It's, it's got to be really fucking hard for these teachers right now. So hard. On top of that, if they're older, they're worried about getting COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like, I was, I was listening to this uh, podcast and they had this, this teacher on there and, and she's just like, she goes, every day I get hate. She says, it doesn't matter what I do. I get shit on from somebody. It's like, if, if I'm, if I'm in a classroom and I, and I, I wear a mask, the anti-maskers are jumping all over my shit calling me a conformist and all these things and, and, you know, liberal. And then she's like. But if I if someone sees me at a grocery store and I don't have a mask on, well then I'm fucking murdering everybody's children. And she's like, and because they know me from the community, it's like she says, you just can't win. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like the pressure that's coming from parents on teachers now, on top of the kids who just like, why would they even fucking care? You know? Like I, I, like at a at a high school level, 
I feel like high schools have there's a little more self accountability because once you get to high school, it affects your ability to get into college, you know. And so I think that there's a little more of that self accountability. But in middle school, why why do the kids why would they give a shit, you know? Oh, I get a free for all today. Exactly. I'm in, you know. It's a uh, um. We're in a, a difficult spot. And so, like, kind of going back to the whole pharmaceutical thing, it's like everybody's going to be looking for an answer, you know, something to help them sleep at night, mm-hmm. something to help them feel less anxious so they can get up and get out of bed and go to school in the morning and teach. Well, I know there's studies right now just about the mental effects of what we've done over the last two years on on professionals and on kids alike, and they're even starting one on if you were born during COVID. Really? Yeah, because they're they're finding like the the one I heard about was the stress of COVID impacting your newborn like more than having COVID itself. Like while they're in utero or after they're born? Yeah, like pre birth. Okay. Like a mother they were looking at mothers who had COVID and the the post birth oh, effects. The actual COVID, not like the stress no, the, of they were doing both. Okay. And they're they're finding that there was more birth issues with parents or mothers who were stressing about COVID than mothers who even had COVID. So just the mental strain of like, oh my God, I'm going to get COVID while pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're doing a lot of studies right now and I'm pretty positive once this is done and over with, they're going to, in five years, there'll be some big drop like, yeah, we fucked up a lot of brains. People had some serious mental health issues with dealing with all this crap. And it was already so prevalent. What do you mean? The, the mental like, health Mental issues? health is becoming a larger and larger issue, right? Absolutely. And uh, and I think this just exacerbated that issue. Exacerbate? <laughs> I mean, that's the word. <laughs> that's like... Uh, um I mean, I'm exacerbating. That means you're exaggerating your masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's some exaggerated masturbation. No, exacerbating. It's I don't think it's exacerbating. Yeah, it is, bro. That's the I word I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, I don't know if I want to know what that looks like, but I'm I'm interested. What exacerbating I'm is? Looking it up right now. <laughs> I think it's exacerbate. It is, but I'm exacerbate. I'm trying to make it a word. <laughs> Put it on Wikipedia. Someone needs to write a definition for that shit. I'm seeing if there's like a... Oh, like an urban dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's not, there should be. There should be. There is now. Exacerbate. Come on. Give me the T. Give me the T. <laughs> <laughs> the T's for testosterone. <laughs> the T's for just the tip. Anyway... Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, exacerbate is hard to say without a T. What? Exacerbate. I, you just used a T. I did not. Exacerbate. I, I it's, didn't. It, it didn't. It's just, there's no T. It just rolls. Exacerbate rolls a lot better. Hey man, <laughs> you just keep selling it. Someone's going to pick it up for you. Pick it up and, and, and roll with it and make that Wikipedia definition. I've made up a couple words on this podcast. I feel like one of them's got to catch. Yeah, I think that it, absolutely, absolutely. It just takes the right ears to say, <laughs> I'm rolling with that. I love that word. 
you know, luckily, or unfortunately, not luckily, unfortunately, we've only got three sets of ears listening right. to us. Well, I guess I'm going to put it in Urban Dictionary myself. There you go. Put it in there. I, I want to, we'll have to sit down and do a sesh over how, what the definition is. Maybe, maybe next Saturday, you and I and Bill will come up with a definition for exacerbate. I'll have to remember all the other words I make up. Oh, that'd be fun. We could just make up some definitions and put them in Urban Dictionary. There you go. Bill can bring his laptop. I have a computer. I know, but he have to sit way the fuck over there. True. We'd have to like do a, I don't know, run the mic cord over there and all that stuff. Nah, we just nah. Laptop it up. He'll bring his laptop. We'll set him up a station. Maybe we'll bring a a little table that we can put over there so he can do a swivel chair into the table and Ooh, yeah. tickety tickety there tickety. You, you know, we got to get this set up right because he's he is an information kind of guy. Like, he, he does look a lot of shit up. You know, he's, like, very into it. And when it comes to whiskey, we'll open up a bottle of whiskey. He's like, what's the ABV? Where'd it come from? What region is it from? You know, um, like, how old is it? What's the what's the age statement? And da-da-da-da-da. I mean, I'm interested in that stuff, but it's like, I'm more interested in how it tastes. Yeah. So. Well, now like, I'm interested in how to enter something into Urban Dictionary. Yeah, see, so I have to figure that out. Don't stress about it, though. There's enough shit to stress about right now. I'm gonna right forget now. about I'm gonna it. Figured this out. Um, Don't stress about it. Give me the fake plant. I that's <laughs> right. Give me the fake plant. Don't stress. Um. Speaking of whiskey, I know we're gonna, we're gonna tangent a little bit here. That's fine. Yeah. Um. When I was in uh, uh, Asheville, I ran into this dude. Oh, this fucking guy from Montana. This guy from Billings, Montana. His name's Kelly. Kelly. You're never going to listen to us, dude, but we had such a good time. Him and his girlfriend showed up. He's an older dude. I bet you he had 20-plus years on his girlfriend. Okay. You know, so he's rocking it. Um, works in an oil refinery in Billings, Montana. Solid guy. Um, and we're sitting there shooting the shit, and he came in with this big fucking group of people. And um, I was wearing my lambin and lambin hat. And uh, we're sitting there talking, and the, the group of people that were just down from us, um, they were like, hey, hey, hey. We're all sitting here trying to figure it out. What is, what's that logo from? That's like a cool looking logo. What's it from? I said, that's my landscaping company. And they're like, oh, okay, you know. And and <laughs> Kelly looks at it, he goes, ha, because it looks like a shit house under a tree. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And he goes, he goes, oh, it's cool, man. I just got to say, it does kind of look like a shit house under a tree. So I pull my head off. I'm like, ah. Kind of looks like a shit house under a tree. I said, leave it fucking to somebody from Billings, Montana to point out it looks like a shit house under a tree. Thanks, thanks, Kelly. Appreciate that. I've never thought that about your logo for what Neither it's have I, but so. that's what I'm saying. Like it's somebody from rural Montana that knows what a shit house under a tree looks like. Yeah. You know? But um it's now now I'm just gonna remember that. But it's a. uh, uh Next spring, you're gonna see a new logo from Lamb and Lamb. Nah, nah, I'll, I'm gonna stick with my shit house. I love, I love my logo. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was just kind of funny. He is, he uh, uh, apparently somewhat of a legend. Okay. Yeah. So, um, his girlfriend was telling me, um, a he's a legend because he bought me a thirty dollar dram of whiskey for my birthday. He, he's just like, I'm buying you a drink, whatever you're drinking, I'm going to buy it. I'm like, you don't got to do that. So he's like, I don't care. So we went and stood in line for like 15 fucking minutes. Jesus. I know. Um, so I was chatting with his girlfriend, and uh, he's, uh, uh, she's like, well, she says, you know those WWJD bracelets that you used to see around? And he, she's like, the plant he works in, the refinery, 
He said they made WWKD bracelets because it was what would Kelly do. I'm like, fuck. She's like, yeah, there's pictures of him around the plant. He's been there for like 35, 36 years or something, shit like that. He already retired once and came back. And uh, <clears throat> she said there's pictures of him around the plant that say, what would Kelly do? Well. Yeah, so he's kind of, sounds like he's, he's kind of, he's, he's the guy in the area. So um, he's a pretty cool dude, but yeah. So you got to talk me through, as a very introverted person, how does one go to a bar, have some dinner, start drinking some whiskey without knowing anybody? Well, just fucking do it. Because you're, it was just you. Yep, it was just me. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I just, all right, I'll walk you through the, the sitch. Um, here's another story time with Ike. You know, I, I got to say, I hope people don't get as annoyed and, and tired of listening to my voice as I do. Because <laughs> sometimes when I listen back, uh, just, you know, listen to a little bit of what we talked about, it's like, fuck, I get tired of listening to myself. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. I guess I don't get tired of talking, so here we go. Buckle in. Um, so I, I was looking all over the place. So my goal for my birthday was I want to have a good dinner, and I want to find a place to get a really nice whiskey. Yeah. Really nice whiskey. And so I looked up whiskey bars in, in Asheville, and there was only a couple. And uh, and so the first one I went to was the night before to check it out, and I didn't like it very much. So I went to this other one. So I'm walking around. And I'm looking for this place, and there's the door is like, it's like if you're walking down a busy street in a city, and like there's a lot of shops, you know, with glass and names and shit all over that you like, you know where you're at. This place, you wouldn't fucking know it from anything. It looks like almost like an abandoned place. There's no windows, no signs. There's some lettering above the door, but it's not lit up. Like, and it was it was in the evening, mm-hmm. and it was kind of rainy out, so I almost walked right by it. So I had to pull out my flashlight on my phone and shine it above the door to see if this was the place. So it was. It was called uh, something in Quill or something. Some, I know Quill was in the name. So um, now Asheville, or not, yeah, Asheville, um, they uh, they just got a, the, their mask mandate reinstated okay. because of this Omicron. So it was pretty new. Um and so everybody was masking inside places, but they kind of were, but they kind of weren't. Like, I don't think people there want a mask. Sure. But Asheville's number one um, industry is tourism. And so it's like, a, I think I think Asheville's like a really big Dells, not in the sense that they're like rides and over the top kind of shit, but it's like a lot of people go there from far away. And I think they were going there from far away or from the area of like Charlotte and stuff because... Asheville didn't have masking. Sure. Okay. It was like a free place. Um, well, they have masking now. So I went in, flipped my mask on real quick, and I and I got to the counter, and nobody was at the counter, so I just started to walk in to go sit down this at, a, at the bar. And this, this dude stopped me. He goes, excuse me, I don't need you to back up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I backed up. And as I'm backing up to go to the where they check you in, there was already somebody standing there just had come in right behind me. So I had to get in line behind them. And I heard the guy say, all right, what's your, I need your vaccination status and um, proof of vaccine. And then, and I'm like, whoa, I took pictures of my vaccination card mm-hmm. for flying. Cause I thought maybe they might change it or something, but it's the first place I'd ever been in where they asked for proof of vaccination. Hmm. And I was, I was like taken back. Just, I'm like, fuck. 
I got cool. I went outside and I quick started flipping through my phone because I didn't want to like hold up the line trying to find the pictures of my vaccine card because it, it's been a long time since I, yeah. I took pictures right when I got it. So I found them, went back inside, and I get up there and uh, now it's a, a woman standing there and she goes, "Are you a member?" <laughs> like, no. <laughs> she goes, "Well, you need to be a member to be here." I'm like, I said, I just. I see you got a lot of great whiskey. I really want a nice whiskey. She's like, oh, that's fine. She goes, just fill out this little member card. I'm like, all right. So I filled out this little membership card. It was like it was like a business card size. Okay. And she goes, Name, well, email. Yeah. She goes, now you're a member. I'm like, oh, super. You know, and then, she, and then I showed her my vaccination card and da-da-da-da-da. So I get into the bar. This place has got, like, I don't know, like a thousand different bottles. Okay. So there's a lot of bottles of whiskey. Really great stuff. And so I'm like, do you have a book, like a list? Because I want to know what you got. Like, my eyes are bad. I can't see. <laughs> so I pull, pull the book out and just sit down. I'm just make yourself comfortable, man. You just got to go in like you own the place or like you belong there. So I sat down, flipping through the book, found something nice. And very confidently, I walked up. I'm like, that's what I want. Give me a bottle of that. And the guy's like, oh, very good choice, sir. Hands me my dram and I go sit down. Um, one thing I do. Do you have to drink it neat? You don't have to, but if I was spending that kind of money yeah. on a whiskey, I wanted the I wanted the experience it neat before I put anything in it. Sure. And and as whiskey ages, the ABV usually gets less. Okay. So like, um, I think the ABV it's this, evaporates or something. Yeah, the the alcohol evaporates. So um, evaporates. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to have a hard time with your masturbation. Let's exacerbate, <laughs> exacerbate this problem. I, 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 I evacerbated. <laughs> so the, the, the alcohol evacerbates and, and, uh, as it ages. And so this was an 18 year old scotch. So I'm sure the ABV was probably around 42. Okay. You know, so. If it's around a level of that, 42, 43, I usually won't take much of anything, maybe a couple drops of water. Um, but at that point, it was so fucking good. It didn't need anything. But I know what I'll do is, like, I don't want to look weird. So I'm sitting there by myself, and, like, you know, you look around, you get the architecture of the building and everything, but you want, like, something to do. Yeah. So um, I just ordered a little bowl of, like, uh, they were almonds and shit, so little snack mix. Mm. So just eat a little snack mix, drink my whiskey, look through the menu, you know, and, and just, I don't know, just like, just relax, mm-hmm. you know, just chill. And then, and then someone sits next to you and it's like, Hey man, how's it going? It's like, Oh, pretty good. What are you here for tonight? Oh, where are you from? Da, da, da. And then you start bullshitting and gotcha. Yeah. You can you do go. it. You could do it, man. I'd rather not. <laughs> you, need, you, you need some sort of prescription drug to make you feel comfortable. See, I'm not into that stuff either. What? Prescriptions. Well, I know you're not. I was being facetious. I know. I know you're not. You're into health. Healthiness, man. Except for I'm not healthy. We're what? getting there. What do you mean you're not healthy? Why? You are healthy. Well, I'm not dying that I know of. We're all dying. <laughs> We're all fucking dying, boy. Um... Why are you not healthy? Why do you not feel like you're healthy? Just because you're not, like, jacked? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be healthy without being jacked. I don't need to be jacked. I just need to be 
ripped. <laughs> right, right. Is jacked or ripped better? I think jacked is better than ripped. Because I think jacked is like is like you're ripped. Better's better's not the right word. That, Which that, one's that more better. muscular? More muscular. You're, that's that's. Thank you for the clarification. I was thinking that when I said it. I think jacked is more muscular. Okay. Like his larger muscles, super low body fat. I think ripped is just super low body fat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like um like ripped is kind of like you got you got fit, ripped. And jacked. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Fit, rip, jacked. That's that's the that's the new scale of like, of uh, uh, image. It's more image than it is actual healthiness. Because I think, w- like, when you're super low body fat, I don't think that's that's that healthy. I, I yeah. That's fair. That's valid. I, I I just I have a feeling like I'm assuming ripped and shredded are the same thing. Oh. I must be fit, ripped, shredded, jacked. Because okay. <laughs> I think shredded is 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 better than being ripped. Well, better's the wrong term. Better's the wrong term. I think shredded is is more muscle definition than being ripped. Because if you think of that actual definition of the word ripped, to just rip something is one thing. But if you shred it, yeah, it's like you're ripping it to pieces. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fit, All right. Fit, ripped, shredded, jacked. What is there anything beyond jacked? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like like a gorilla, but I mean that's like that's not a descriptor like When I mean, you get into just in my personal opinion grossness. Grossness. Oh, you mean like what like bodybuilder? Yeah, it's like yeah. giant fucking neck muscles and yeah. yeah. You know, something I learned um people on steroids when uh that their shoulders and arms get bigger faster than every everything else like your shoulders your upper back and your arms okay they'll they'll those muscles will grow faster than anything else because that i don't know why but that's a targeted area that grows faster hmm. than everything else so and you see those guys that are like massive chest shoulders and arms but little skinny legs yeah it's like probably juiced up hmm. you know that's one thing that i think is so odd looking when when like you see these guys that are uh, our gals are like super fit, <clears throat> like from the waist down, they're skinny, yeah. you know, like small calves, small thighs. And then they got these massive arms, huge pecs, you know, and a big back. And it's just like, Oh, it, it looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I want to know what the driving force behind doing that is. Well, they, it looks good to them. I was like, going to say to who, because in my mind you look unproportional and, so I'm not an attractive look in my mind. No, it, it's an odd thing. It's an odd thing, you know. And and so, like, on women and men, it's just like there's a point where it gets beyond looking good, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and I'm sure I would, I mean, I'm not sure, but I would probably bet that those people that get to that point, they get to a point where they don't fucking care. Like, I think it can get to be an addiction to well, just yeah, get I'm bigger wonder- and bigger yeah, and bigger. That's what I'm wondering. You know, because it's like, I would never, like, but they, I'd never want to get to a point where I couldn't move very well, mm-hmm. you know? And and I've seen these guys walk around, and their arms kind of hang way out to their sides, and they can barely touch their back, Yeah, you know? It's like because their biceps are so massive, you know, it's just, it's odd. It's It's got to be such an odd feeling just to walk around in that body. You know, could you imagine, like, get, try, just trying to get in and out of a car, you know? Yeah, I'm sure it's, I mean, 
it's going to be one of those slow growth things like you can't well you can because you've been there but like how it feels to be obese like that doesn't happen overnight you're not obese overnight it's just gradual and then you wake up and you're like oh shit mm-hmm. i'm huge yeah i i for one i feel like it, in my age anyway i think the fat comes on way faster than it comes off yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and I then, think, yeah, and then at the any muscle, age. yeah, the fat comes on faster than muscle goes on too. Um, but yeah, it's um I think when when people get obese, well, I can say for when I was super heavy, um there's a point where where it's like you almost kind of I almost kind of said like fuck it. You know, where it was like I was heavy and then, but I would still like I would still be hungry, and I would eat, and and mm-hmm. then and then I would eat some more, and then it's just like I look at myself in the mirror, and it's like, well, what's the point now? Yeah, you know, it's like I'm already here. What well, what's another fucking couple pounds? You know, it's like it doesn't matter anymore. Really, I'm not attractive. I don't feel good about myself. So why not just keep going? Yeah, you know, it's like it's like a, a it's like you just kind of giving in. Yeah, you know? I, I think that mindset is very prevalent. Um, Fuck, even me, like, like I've started going to the gym and I want to get slimmed down, but there's some days where it's like, I'm a stress eater, and I know that. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm hungry, and I'm going to eat what I want to eat right now. Yeah. This frozen pizza. Yeah, well, that's, and it's and it's like, it tastes so fucking good, bro. <laughs> like, that food, it tastes so, it's like that stupid Chinese shit, that Chinese food I ate. It tasted good. Yeah. You know? But I knew as soon as I as soon as I opened that thing, it's like oh, I'm gonna eat this whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it, and it was just like, I I would say I was like six or seven bites in, and I was good. I was fine. Like I didn't need to eat any more. I sit there and I pick at it and I eat it, and it's like oh, it's so tasty. Some some orange chicken, and then there was some like some spicy beef with some peppers in oh, it and yeah. stuff, and it's like oh, that's pretty good. And like, and then all the sauce got down in the rice. Yep. It's like, oh, that's some tasty rice. And, and it's like, I could, I felt myself getting more uncomfortable while I was eating it and I still ate it. What's your go to shit food? Is it frozen pizza? Mm. No. No, I think uh, it's got to be some saucy Chinese. Okay. But like, so if you're at home, and you're not going out to dinner or anything, and it's like you want to like, you're, you're you know you're not fucking hungry, but you're like fuck it, I'm just gonna eat something. Like you know I'm kind of hungry and I and I don't fucking care. Like like what do you go to? Mm, cereal. Cereal. Yeah. Yeah. The sugary like what's yep. your, what is it? Yep. I go back and forth. I like uh, cinnamon toast crunch. It's solid. Fruit Loops are solid. Mm. I've had Lucky Charms in the house lately. Those are solid. <laughs> How many pe- how many other people in the house eat cereal? Mm, pretty well the boys will now eat it like as a snack. Okay. But otherwise just me. Like I eat 90% of the cereal we buy. So so like if you wanted to you could just not buy the cereal and it wouldn't really affect too much. Yeah, pretty much other than me. Yeah. That's where I got that's See, I got stuck. Yeah. And we do that for most things. Like, there's not a lot of, um, you're not going to find chips in my house. Mm. Typically. Not even tortilla chips? Not usually. Like, if we get tortilla chips, it's going to be because we know we're going to have people over because we want to have chips and salsa. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to find cookies usually in a house. I shouldn't say that. We ha- do have cookies now. That was a lie. We used to not be able to find cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we do try and like just not have those kind of things in the house. Yeah, that's I'm I'm working so hard on on just like okay, so what what should we have in the house? What can we buy? Um, and so we're I'm lucky right now because Gavin, he's not a super sweet tooth kid. Like he doesn't like. I mean, if we had cookies and stuff in the house, he would definitely eat them. Mm-hmm. But he's not always begging for cookies. The only thing he really begs for is fucking ramen, mm. you know. And so that's pretty solid because I, I don't want to eat ramen anyway. Right. Um, but, like, uh, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to, like, think about when I go to the store now, what do I want to have in the house that, you know, am I going to go to this at 1030 at night when I'm starting to want right. a snack, you know. See, and that's cereal for me. Yeah. Totally. So mine is like a lot of cheese mm. and a lot of nuts. And I was thinking about it's like like cashews. There's so much fucking fat and calories in cashews. You know, it's like um, if you, like Connor and I were talking about it one night where if you just took like 10 cashews, that's like a serving. Yeah. You know, who the fuck eats 10 cashews? They're so good. They're like buttery and then salty and all that. I'll eat like. I'll eat like half a bag of cashews. Yeah, dude. You know, and it's like, okay, so I just had like a third of a day's calories and fat content at ten thirty at night, right before I went to bed. Where do you think that shit's gonna go? Yeah, you know. So last night I had an apple with some almond butter. There you go. And I was like, I felt good about that. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to switch that up because it's like in the summer I could do whatever I want. Because I'm working so hard all day That's long. That's what we were talking about before. It's, uh, you know, when you go to the gym and you burn 300 calories, it's like, that's not necessarily the goal. The goal is to increase the resting me- metabolic rate. Yeah. Because you're going to kill those 300 calories with 10 cashews. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. So do they measure? Can you measure your, like, metabolic rate is there ways to do that i'd imagine there is i know there's um there's calculators online like you can put on like if you know your body fat content Mm -hmm. you can put your height weight body fat content age and it can give you an estimated like like an average yeah okay i don't know how accurate they are there has to be a way to know to a yeah to a degree i mean but it's like if you take a guy that's like super muscular versus a guy that's like not, who's but it's got more fat, you're gonna weigh the same. Yeah, that's why the body fat content comes. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, have you ever done one of those body fat calculator? Yeah. So, um, my degree when I got my degree in sport management, it was still like an emerging field, and they didn't know which way it was gonna go. Okay. So my degree is actually a bachelor of science degree. Oh. Not like a business degree. Okay. So at the, at the time, sport management was like half personal trainer, half like business. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it's changed since because it doesn't make sense to be the personal trainer side. So like in order to get my degree, I had to pass a fitness test. Mm-hmm. In order to, And part of that was um, measure like learning to measure body fat with calipers 
And then they also have these tanks where you sit in the tank and like pen, like it, you sit on like a weighted or this scaled seat and like, cause fat floats. Yeah. And so like it'll calculate your, your buoyancy, your buoyancy essentially. And it'll give you a really good calculation of your body fat then. Hmm. So there was some weird sciencey stuff that I had to do in college that wasn't really applicable to the major. So when they do the calipers, where do, where do the, what's the areas of the body where they hit the caliper? Um, biceps. I don't know if triceps are one. Love handles, thighs. There's probably a couple other one. Mid, low back. I, I don't remember exactly. It's been a long time. Okay. But there's certain points where, yeah, they caliper it. And essentially, if you, um, you know, the thicker you have to grab with a caliber to get a chunk, yeah, that's fattier, right? Yeah. So, like, your bicep, you can just grab, like, this little pinch. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of fat there, but obviously, like, your love handle. Yeah. Like, you can't get a little pinch of skin. You got to grab a big chunk there. Yeah. So that's kind of how it plays out. Yeah. So, it, I, was th- I was thinking, like, certain people carry weight in different places. Yeah. So is that why you got to do so many different yeah, places? You, you, I don't remember how many touch points there are that you measure, but it's there's a sheet and it tells you exactly where you got to pull it, and then, and then and then you can use the caliper measurement. So I mean, you could if you had a caliper, you could do it at home and go off of like a formula. Yeah, you can honestly probably if you just looked up the the points, you could probably do a pinch test and get a general gauge as well. I'm assuming it's not it's metric though. Probably it's all yeah. one. Whatever caliper measures, millimeters. Yeah, yeah millimeters. So I have to uh, switch our, my brain yeah. over to, to the metric system. But it's a it's a. If and it's been a long time, I believe it's a better way of calculating versus like BMI. Oh, the BMI is bullshit. It is because you could be two hundred and fifty pounds jacked, right? And it'll say you're obese or or just shredded. Yeah, either one. Yeah, true. Yeah, I I remember when I was in college, it was and I was pretty fit in college, um, and uh, and it was said I was obese, and it's like, that's not right. Yeah, you know, and I think the so, and unfortunately, the BMI is still widely used. Yeah, you know, and so it's like you're telling people <clears throat> that they're obese when it's like you're just making people feel bad. It's like fucking, you know, you're you're in all right shape, mm-hmm. you know, just you're okay. Because I think some people can their like their their bodies carry more weight. Yeah, and it's just this just their physiology. Yeah, there's a point when I did my initial weight loss, like it was all scale based, right? Like I was staring at a scale, mm-hmm. and my mindsets really changed, especially since going to the gym. It's like I don't need to step foot on a scale. I want to know how I look and how I feel. Right. Like that's that's the deciding factor. If I look how I feel or how I want to look and I come off that scale and I'm 300 pounds, I don't fucking care. Right. So. Yeah, the the scale, it's got to be like a, a less. Um, are you ready for this? Yeah. Scale's got to carry less weight. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> anyway, it should be, yeah, it should be less, a smaller portion of, of the measurement of, of like, your fitness journey, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it, it, it depends where you're at, though, right? Like, it, it was a huge motivator, frankly, losing, like, if you're not interested in muscle mass and you're just worried about losing weight because you don't have muscle mass to begin with, mm-hmm. it obviously helps. 
and it's a good mm-hmm. it's a good um visualization to see progress yeah do you think that depends on a person's mental state though oh for sure i mean like like say say you fucking went and killed yourself at the gym like you said for 300 calories you know and it's like the next day you weigh yourself and it's like i'm a pound more because that shit happens Mm -hmm. it's like how to well fuck it then you know like there's got you know so yeah it's like yeah it's either fuck it or maybe it's then you're suddenly doing unsafe things to lose yeah, taking pills and yeah. doing crazy shit. I wonder how. Well, you look at what was the show, the weight loss show, Biggest you, Loser. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like flopped because 90 percent of those people, and that's a totally made up number. I have no idea if it's factual. <laughs> like, put the weight right back on. A lot of them did. I remember seeing the after stories, and a lot because of them. they weren't des- like the program wasn't designed for success, other than over a short period of time, right? Yeah. Right. It wasn't long term success of weight loss. No. It was it was a wow factor. It's a show. Yeah. yeah. Because those personal trainers that they had twenty four seven nutritionists that they had twenty four seven access to to keep them accountable and all that shit, like as soon as they went home, all that was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and they went home. You know, that's the thing with any kind of transformation that like if you go away to some place for a transformation and then you got to come back to the place that you started at everything there is the same as it was when you left right you know and so it's like it's all just fucking begging you to to go back to where you were yeah you know and it's really easy i think like like especially in that case if you're isolated where it's like you can only eat this kind of foods like once okay you lost the weight you succeeded so now you're like well, i'm just gonna eat this because once Right. It's a treat for me. I ate it, but that cheat day, cheat day, roll snowballs real quick to cheat week, to cheat month, to fuck it, to fuck it. That's exactly it. Gets to back to fuck it, you know. And it's like, it's just like, yeah, I did it once, but it was so fucking hard, and I, there's no way I could do it on my own or or whatever, you know. And I think that goes for mental health. It go, I mean, people going to see counselors, people going on like retreats to you know get clarity and all that shit. It's like. Any kind of wellness has to be habitual, has to be like every fucking day. And so it's like you can, you know, and, and maybe because that's so fucking hard, that's where all the pills and shit come in, you know, because it's like the rest of the world is trying to keep you the way you were, you know, like how many, how many like people in the world, like in your, in your life that loves you for who you are? Is going to say, yeah, I want you to change into a whole different person, even if it's a better version of you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not very many, you know, because hey, it's kind of fucking scary because it's like, and then they got to look at themselves, you know, and, and B, it's just like, it's like when you start to jettison the things of your life that are unhealthy, like those unhealthy things, if they're people <laughs> like they get angry, it's like, what happened to you, dude? Don't you know who you are, or where you're from? Da, 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 da. You know, it's just like I remember when I was when I moved to Wisconsin and lived out here for a while and like I love where I'm from, but there's a mindset of some of the people where I'm from that's so mired in in like the super right wing mentality that like there's only one way of seeing things. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I remember when like 
when like I was like posting shit like I wanted Bernie Sanders to be the president, you know, and then and people would like call me out where I was from. It's like, don't you remember your roots? Don't you know where you're from? Fucking represent who you are and your people. And it's just like, well, you know, it's like then I feel shitty because they're my friends, some of them my family, and they're calling me out like I'm like some kind of fucking fake or traitor when when it's just like you know, it's just like, no, I'm just trying to be more, more whole, more aware, more, more rounded, you know, but it's like, take that into your food consumption. And it's just like, you go home after you went on some like fasting retreat or something, and then you're going to limit what your intake is. And then you come home and it's just like, you know, your kids are like, well, we want to have fruit loops, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, you know, that fucking fruit loop is like crack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're like i can't have that in the house you know yeah. so, so then it's like everybody else has to has to like uh to 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 either expand their their outlook with me or or they got to make a decision like yeah that's i love my mom to death but that is the exact thing at her house and it's it's impossible to, to get away from if you look at her cabinets it is junk food it's little debbies here and there it's oh, chips yeah. over here there's a candy drawer that's always full of whatever kind of sugary chocolatey whatever that you want and my mom watches my kids so when she's at their house it's really accessible yep and when you go pick them up from her house it's really accessible and she's typically trying to send shit home mm. like oh yeah just take these treats home it's like no we don't want this shit in our house yep Yep. Grandmas are like that. I think there's like all of a sudden when they, someone becomes a grandma that it's like a license to fucking force feed fucking junk food. See, I think they've been that way for a long time. Which well, is really, it's a really weird situation in their house is my dad's diabetic. And when he first got diagnosed with diabetes, obviously they had to make some serious lifestyle changes. Dietary. Mm-hmm. And they maintain those. Like for the meal portions of things, um, but then it's like my dad has his own cabinet now of like snacks that he can eat, and then the rest of the cabinets are just shit. Oh, okay, so he's got his healthy cabinet. Is it healthy? Not really. It's like it's not healthy, but it's not terrible. It's like those uh, fruit and nut granola bars and stuff oh, like okay. that. Those sure. Nature Valley things. Yep. Um, so it's not terrible. Right. But, but it's surrounded by terrible shit. Yeah. But he's able to maintain and not do it. Because he's got his own shit. So yeah. he Well he can't he can't afford to break. Right. Right. Right, exactly. But I mean, there are people out there that are diabetic that still fucking eat the shit. True. And they're like Very always true. fucking sticking themselves with insulin and shit and their insulin's all over. But it's just a weird weird balance of like, Oh yeah, it's dinner, we're gonna make this healthy vegetable chicken thing. But then right after dinner, like well, we were healthy for dinner, so now we can have ice cream and <laughs> fucking brownies. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. You know, every time you turn around, it's like on fucking TV, it's on billboards, it's at restaurants. You go to a restaurant. We went out to eat the other night. Um, I had uh, I had this, like, these uh, pulled pork tacos, mm. you know, cabbage in them and shit. Yeah, Super sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I had my dinner, and I was full. Right. 
And the lady's like, hey, did you leave room for dessert? Every fucking meal, other than breakfast, did you leave room for dessert? Mm -hmm. Because we've got these fresh-baked cookies, we've got cinnamon rolls, we've got cheesecake, we've got pie, we've got creme brulee, we got fucking everything that your heart could desire. And it's in this beautiful case, and it's so tasty, it's right in front of your face. You sure you don't want any? It's like, fucking A. They're their own kind of pusher, man. They're their own kind of pusher. It's like... It's like, no, it's 7.30 at night, and that piece of cheesecake is 1,000 calories. You know? Like, but who thinks of that? They just had this nice, big, savory meal, and it's always so nice to have something a little sweet after you have the savory mm-hmm. food. And it's like, you're never just going to have a bite, you know? Well, no, you're going to pay $7, $8 for a slice. You better eat the whole damn thing. That's right, and then you're going to hate yourself. Or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my brother, my brother, Sean, I don't know if he might listen to this. I don't know, but, um, he is, uh, he's struggled with, with weight for a long time. I mean, most of his life really, um, when he got into the, he went into the Navy and he had to, when he went to boot camp, he had to lose so much weight before they would even get him in and he bust his ass and he, and he did it, you know, and he got in the Navy, but he was still a bigger guy for Navy people. And he was on a, a nuclear cruiser. So it's like, it's hard to be a big guy. When you're on a boat that, like, where you sleep is, like, this little pill-shaped cubby. Yeah. You know? So, um, but um, he's uh, he's gotten to a point where he's, you know, he's worried about his future. Like, what he's going to, you know, what's his life going to be like and how long will he live? So he, um, big brother, I hope you don't mind me saying this, it's, but it's real and I love you and, and I hope you success. I wish you success in, in all, in all of this, but he's, he's, uh, uh, he's looking at the gastric sleeve, you know? So they used to do a band, yeah. you know, where they put the band and it would like, it like shrinks your sh- stomach capacity, right? Yeah. But the band was one of those issues where they have to go in and adjust it sometimes. Mm. And it's like, you don't want to have that many surgeries. Right. And then, and then there's the staples, or they'll fucking staple your stomach shut, like half of it, you know, but then it can get infected and you got these staples in your body. And it's like, that's, I've heard terrible horror stories of that. Then there's things where they'll like do a, 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 a gastric bypass where they'll fucking like circumvent most of your stomach and it'll and part of your intestines. So like, um, or no, it doesn't circumvent your stomach. It cir- circumvents a, a big piece of your intestines. So like when you eat, you don't absorb a lot of the food, but that's like dangerous. They yeah. said, so he, he's looking at this sleeve thing, which it seems to be like a lot of people are doing. Um, and so it does, it, it shrinks the amount of your size of your stomach. And he said, he knows someone who had it done. And when she, um, when she, uh, got out of the hospital, you can only do liquids for quite a while. And when you got it, when she got the solid food, it was like she said she took like five bites of mashed potatoes and she was absolutely stuffed. That's like okay, so but you think about a person, let's say a person is three hundred fifty pounds. They're not getting enough nutrients to support your their body. At at five bites of mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. so so now they've got to do all these. Uh, uh, um, nutrient dense like uh vitamins and minerals and drinks that they can drink to get all the nutrients the iron and the fiber and all the shit that your body needs 
at 350 pounds, it's got to be a lot. Yeah. You know, um, but it's a, uh, uh, it's these extreme measures we're taking because, because it's like, uh, the, um, the food is, is so easy to get to so prevalent, so relevant. And it's just so fucking easy, you know, to not take care of your body. So now we've got to do, have these surgeries and these things because of going back to mental health. You know, it's like you get to that point, like you said, fuck it. You know, I'm already here. Mm-hmm. Fuck does it matter? You know, yeah, I'll swing in the Burger King, grab myself a Big Mac, some fries, and supersize that shit too. Burger King has Whoppers. Okay. <laughs> I knew when I said supersize it was wrong. I didn't think about the Whopper thing. But yeah, anyway, it's just, it's too easy. It's too easy. Aren't you the home of the Whopper? Come on, man. Oh, dang. Hey, it's 2022. It is 2022. Did you set any New Year's resolutions? I haven't done a New Year's resolution in so long. Do you, yeah. Do you, I, do you do them? I don't. And I was actually thinking about this because I was I was going to fight you. Not fight you. Oh, yeah. I was going to push back if we had a league group and you wanted to do resolutions. Oh. <laughs> you were already prepping for the I pushback. Was. You were I was. Because my mindset kind of changed on resolutions. And uh, I think they're a great, great, great. They're great. They're so great. They're a great way to reflect and learn. But I I don't know the mind or my mindset kind of went from or to like if you have to wait to do something to better yourself until the new year, is it really sustainable or do you really want it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that it's that weak mentality. It's the it's the people who get the gym membership in January. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But I do think there's great um, – the the reason I said reflection is I think it can bring to light some things that you need to work on or that you want to work on that mm-hmm. you just haven't thought about. For sure. Or haven't made a priority. So it's a weird balance, but I – yeah. I haven't made a resolution in a long time either. I think, like, looking back at when I – when like, I did try to make resolutions, I got to say it was it was something that I already knew was a problem. Yeah. Well, you that's, know? yeah, and that's my point. Like, is it, it's not a priority or are you going to really follow through? Because like, and I'll use weight loss because weight loss is like probably the biggest New Year's resolution, right? I'd say it's number one. If you were on Family Feud, it would be on top of the list. Yeah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Survey says. <laughs> um, but you know you're overweight. Yeah. So why you wait until New Year's to figure it out? I don't think you do wait till New Year's to figure it out. I think you wait till New Year's to try to hold yourself accountable. And then it gives you free fucking reign until then. What? Do what the fuck you want. So it's like, fuck me up, bitch. I'm ready to go. I'm on New Year's. I'm changing. I'm going to be a change man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a fucking mind trick, mm. but it's your trick in yourself. You're a Jedi. That's right. You're Jedi. It's Jedi mind, mind games, but by your, uh, on your, on yourself. This is not the food you're looking for. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful reference. All right. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, man. For sure. We I are. was super prepped. <laughs> you wanted to fight. You wanted to get into it. It's You know what, though? I think it's a great subject. It's a great way to, to, to talk to these young men about, about re- what a resolution is versus, like, a commitment. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, we. I mean, we've talked a little bit. I was 
So I was talking to Gavin. You remember when we did the the session on like um, I think it's like um, what I want to do versus what I'm doing. Yeah. And it was like uh, uh, Caleb's like I want to learn German. I was like, all right, cool. What are you doing to do that? Yeah. He's, and he's just like, well, I figure I'm gonna I'm gonna learn it. I'm like, how? Well, I just you know, I'm like, you gotta fucking do something in order to do it. It's like so if you say you want to do something. That's great to say you want to do it, but if you but if you if you're doing it, then you don't have to use that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know that that language, you know. And so it's like the New Year's resolution is I want to lose weight. It's not I'm I'm losing weight. You know. And so Gavin came in the other day and he's uh, uh we're talking about school and and like he's struggling a little bit, not more than a little bit. Um, and he's like, well, I'm like, well, what do you want? You know, like, I'm like, what do you, like, what is it that fucking you think is awesome? You know, what, like, what, you, you, you think architecture's cool? Like, what do, you, what do you want? What do you want to do? He's like, I really want to be an actor. Really want to be an actor. I'm like, cool. Awesome. I'm like, how you how you going about that? Well, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you doing right now that's going to get you to be an actor? And he goes, well, nothing. I'm like, well, how the fuck are you ever going to be an actor if you're not doing anything yeah. about it? And he's like, well, it's not like I can really do anything here. You know, I got to be like in L.A. or something. I'm like, fuck that. I said, there's a drama club. He's like, well, I don't want to be that kind of actor. I'm like, how the fuck do you think actors become actors? Yeah. You know, they do that kind of shit. You got to learn how to do it. And you can't learn it on fucking YouTube, you know. And he's like, well, you know, yeah, I don't really want to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, then you don't really want to be an actor, you yeah. know. And and. And it, it kind of pissed him off a little bit, but at the same time, I could see the gears turning. Yeah, you're making a point. Yeah. It's- you know, I love the show The Office, and one of the, there's, was, uh, they made resolutions, and Kevin, the big dumb guy in the show. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. His, uh, his resolution was he wants to eat more vegetables, and Michael's going off on some thing, and he goes, seriously, what's stopping you from eating a vegetable right now? And Kevin's like, well, mm. And he goes, here, and he goes and grabs a head of broccoli and goes, fucking, he didn't say fucking, he goes, eat it. Right now, eat it. You're going you're gonna <laughs> to succeed. Eat the vegetable. He goes, you know what my resolution was? To brush my teeth. You know what I did this morning? I brushed my teeth. Eat the vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> did he eat it? He eventually, like, he's like, well, do you got any cheese with? <laughs> <laughs> fucking off. I mean, it's a, it's a TV show. They tried to eat it. The wrong way, so he ate the stem first. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even. The, it's a it's a good snapshot, though. Yeah, I mean it, it's true. Yeah, it's the funniest shit is true. It really is. Like the more truth there is to it, the funnier it's gonna be. Because it because it's like everybody can relate. Yeah, everybody can relate to that shit. You know who the fuck wants to eat raw broccoli? Serious. I With, used to make Lincoln eat raw broccoli all the time. That was his vegetable. Yeah, how did he do it? Was he good with it? Like, yeah. Or was it a struggle? Not initially. Like that was his favorite vegetable. See, I guess when you're young, you're a kid. You don't know. You don't know that you can dip it in ranch dressing. Yeah. And put cheese on. There's it. something on YouTube, and uh, I forgot what the point of the the thing was. But they had all the, they brought all these kids into like this little interview room. And they're asking them questions, and then they're like, they slid them a, a fucking a floret of broccoli. Mm-hmm. And he goes, eat that. And the kid's like, no. And then there's this one kid who goes, okay. And he just top, ate the 
top off and they're like why did you do that <laughs> and then like then as a tester like eat the stem go, okay <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> he goes eating broccoli <laughs> So were they were they saying why do you do it because he didn't know where it came from or just because no one else would eat it? Because no one else would eat it. Like, okay, you're weird. Yeah, yeah. I, for, I really I forgot the whole premise of the video, but yeah, you know, you could, you could tell when kids grow up in a place when their parents are picky eaters. I got a niece in Texas, and uh, and like she she won't eat like a. a Anything that's, like, isn't on, like, the list of, like, these are the only things mm. you eat, you know? And so, um, like, with an apple, like, you can eat the core. It doesn't do anything. You know, it's like every, nobody just, nobody does because they don't want to because it's, like, texturally it's not pleasing. You know, but it's, like, it's still nutrition. You know, it's still there. It's like eating the stem of a broccoli. You know, it's like you can eat it. It's not as nice as the top, but you can <laughs> eat it. And, uh one day I was, I was sitting there and I was, I don't know. I like being that like with, with little kids, I think it's fun to do things that make them like, like question their shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there eating an apple and, uh, and I knew it would freak her out. So I just, I just bit the whole top of the core off and I started chewing it and her fucking eyes, <laughs> her eyes got so fucking big and she went over and she got her mom. She goes, mom, come here. She goes, Uncle, like, just ate the middle of the apple. <laughs> and my cousin, she's looking at me. She goes, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, just eating. So I ate the bottom, and, and this little girl's like, oh, my God, you're going to die. And I'm like, I'm not going to die. And she's like, you're crazy. And and it's, I don't know, it's like. That's funny. We We have all these particular things that we have about ourselves to stay in our comfort area you know yeah it's like well now if it's the apocalypse and i know i can eat the core of the apple don't fuck around man eat that shit yeah if it's the apocalypse i gotta eat everything everything did you spit the seeds out at least nah man it's chomped them up it's gross (laughs) it's gross why is it gross i don't know (laughs) there's no grossness i would at least spit the seeds out do you eat the seeds of a strawberry that's different it's fucking seeds do you eat the seeds of an orange sometimes when there's seeds in there? No, I spit them out. Even when they're little? Yeah. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> if I, it's the apocalypse, you need to save the seeds, man. Plant that shit. You need to grow some more apple trees. Well, that's fine. Then, then I don't disagree with that. <laughs> Unless the ground is nuclear and you can't plant them anyways, then you're fucked. That's why you got to have a extra bag of... Miracle grow in your garage at all times. Big extra <laughs> <A> bag. Big. <laughs> <laughs> we were at something for work, and because uh, the gala is coming up. When is the gala? February eighteenth, like February, a month. February eighteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta put. Anyways, it we were touring the facility because we're changing locations, and uh, I was with Darren. He's like, "Do you have any banquet tables?" I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck did you just ask? What they had?" He goes, "Banquet." I'm like, you mean banquet? He goes, banquet. I'm like, what the? Why are you saying it like that? He goes, that's how they're pronounced. I'm like, no, they're not. Banquet. Banquet? <laughs> it was really weird how he said it. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's not from around these parts. Where's he from? I don't know. I've never asked. Hmm. hmm. I mean, to be fair, we did spend like five minutes one episode of saying Big. Bag. <laughs> bag. 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 Yeah. Wait, which was the right word? Bag. Bag. I mean, right is right <laughs> is subjective, but it's it's correct. It, it's, correct pronunciation. I think the correct pronunciation is bag. Yeah, bag. Not not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. We're gonna sit here laughing ourselves again for twenty minutes. All right, brother. It's the time to wrap this shit yes, up. Yes, sir. It's twenty twenty two start. Hey, next right. week anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Let's have some drinks. I think we should. Well, we are. It's on my calendar. It is. It's on my calendar as well. Um and. Uh, and you'll show up. <laughs> you won't forget about me. No, I won't forget about you. On, on our anniversary, how dare you? How, <laughs> d- how dare you suggest how that I would dare you? forget our anniversary, Kyle? Okay, so I told you this before we wrap. Yeah. I, I told you I've been trying to pregame to get. It's Bill. Oh, you can answer. Oh, I'll answer. I'll put him put on, on speaker. speaker. Hey, Bill. What's up? Hey, hey, just just so you know, hey, I just want to put this out. We're in the podcast studio, and you're on speaker on the podcast, so. I am on the podcast. <laughs> you, are, you are currently on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Kyle says hey. <laughs> so, so, so keep it PC. What's up, man? How's it going? How's your, how's your morning kicking off? We're, we're 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 prepping our we're prepping our audience of of three for next week's uh, uh, whiskey night podcast, which you are going to be our our guest du jour. Um and uh, and Kyle was uh, talking about how he's been. Have him call my cell phone. You can need you need to call Kyle's cell phone right Why? now because because he's going to hang up with me. No, hang up, hang up with I can call my cell phone. Okay, hang up with me and call Kyle's cell phone. All right, okay. All right, bye. I don't understand why we're doing this. Because I'm going to test something. Oh, test it. All right. Oh, you're going to plug it in. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Get the, get the, you got a cable or are you going to Bluetooth it? Bluetooth it. Okay. Awesome. Oh, there he is. Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, and we can hear you. Can you, can you hear me? I can. Oh, See, dude. Now Kyle you're just... official on this podcast. <laughs> you blew a phone call. He Bluetoothed you in, man. Yeah. You guys are all like cool hyper bass. Like, <laughs> my God. Hyper bass. Wow. Yeah. The voices are, are very large. Oh, that's amazing. Hello? That's a good, that's a good mic right there. Cause Kyle's the man. Yeah. So we're, we're prepping, uh, we're prepping. Kyle said he's been, uh, Microdosing <laughs> whiskey for the last couple of weeks, trying to prep for for this Saturday night. I'm trying, man. So, but I've been having to drink it with ice. So I'm hoping someone brings ice, or I'm going to bring my own ice. I don't care. I don't even have glasses. Um, I'll bring glasses. All right. I'll bring glasses, and then I'll bring um. You bring the ice. I'll bring the glasses. All right. Can you do that? Yes, sir. Okay. What's Bill going to bring? Myself. Oh yeah, this is true. Just just your presence is quite magnanimous. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Um, what, what? So tell me about this call thing. Are, are you guys thinking of doing live calling, or how how does this work? 
Well, this is the first time we've ever done it, so we really don't know. I, I, I've, I had completely forgotten this was an option until you called me, and Kyle's like, "Dude, tell him the answer, or answer, answer it." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Yeah, he was gonna ignore you. To be fair, I was gonna like right. give you a text message, say, "Hey, podcasting, call you in a few," but yeah. I'm really glad yeah. we answered because we got you on here now. Yeah. So, are you primed? Wow. Are you? Are you? Have you been microdosing on whiskey? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've done some microdoses. Um, yeah. Uh huh. So, so well, we're gonna try not to let it get off the hook, off the handle. It's okay. not gonna get off the handle, like like it did last time. I think because you know we're we're older and more mature. Now <laughs> we learn from our mistakes. Yeah, we learn from our mistakes. But um, I'll bring in some good stuff. Kyle's gonna bring in some stuff, and then Bill's gonna bring himself. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, okay. Looking forward to it. You should bring some holy water. Um, you should bring some holy water. Yeah, I could, I could bring, I could bring real holy water. I Dude, could, I can bring that. Did I read that holy water is now going to cost like eighty eight dollars or something? What? Or eighty percent more no. in the town of Rock Springs? Are, are you serious? Where like, did you read that? Like the town of Rock Springs is charging the residents like eighty percent more for water. What? Yeah. Because because it's such good water, or what? No, like just as like an increase in water bill. Eighty percent. Yeah, I'm well, assuming eight, that's not like the whole the holy water well water stuff, but eighty percent. That is the holy water well water, but wait, wait, how could it be eighty percent when it's zero? So eighty percent of zero is zero. Is that no, 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 no. The, he's talking about tap. I'm coming talking into about the tap house. Water. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do they? Maybe oh, it's like okay. such a small number. Maybe it's True. such a small number that eighty percent only means it's going to be an extra fifty cents or some shit. Yeah, who knows. But, that I, but if you have access uh, to that well water, why wouldn't you just go drink that? Because you can't make it come out of your faucet. You no, got to take no, showers and be, shit. Yeah, True. You could use big, you know, multi-gallon buckets and so much. Yeah, you could use the gravity well. gravity showers. <laughs> you just fill a, fill a bag. A bag. <laughs> can I tell a little? Can I tell a quick story? Absolutely. Um, I I so I went and I got some Rock Springs water last week. Yep. And. You know, there might be people there that might not. It always depends. You never know. And there might be, you know, a few in front of you just like, how many times? Because it's happened more than once to me. But this time, there was somebody in front of me when I got, when I pulled in. And they might have just shortly before we started, but they they were filling up one-gallon jugs. You know, like we have these five-gallon things and three-gallon things that we fill up. Yeah, it's because you're jacked. They had the one, right. They were like, we are ready for this water. They have the one gallon thing, and they must have, and they had two large bags, like bigger than the IKEA bags, if you know those. I mean, just huge. They must have had not just like 10, 20, or 50, probably more like 150 to 200 of these. What? And I was like, yeah. The I, only good part is that it was two people working it. So they kind of could, you know, they could be efficient on one level, but and they put it all in the back of their, their, their car was in a station wagon and I was like it kept on, it was like a magic trick. Like the Shriners coming out of a car. It just they kept on <laughs> filling these things up. I was like, what? So what's, what's going on? How they how are they getting what they describe this IKEA bag. Does it seal? No, they were because I I wasn't looking. I was, you know, busy on my phone or whatever, just doing other stuff. And then I looked up and one bag was gone. I realized they're you know, they're just kind of like flexible. They stand up and they're just full of empty jars and then they collapse. Oh, so so the the bag isn't actually holding the water. The the bag is holding vessels holding the water. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, no, correct. Oh. Yeah. So when they would fill up the vessel, they would put it by itself into their car. Gotcha. And yeah. into their stakeway. <laughs> I was, was envisioning all these plastic bags full of water. I'm like, how the well, fuck does that work? Do you remember? Do you no. remember? Do you remember when gas was really shortage? There's a video of this poor woman oh, yeah. filling up uh, grocery bags of gas mm-hmm. and then just tying it off and trying to put it in her car. Yep. It's like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That gas shortage was weird. People did weird shit. Do you know those those chemical, big plastic chemical yeah, bins? Yeah, those blue ones? The really big ones. Okay. They're like got a, a, a metal frame and it's like a white plastic container. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw a dude had one of those in the back of his F-150, and he was filling it. Yeah, how much? The fucking ting was, the, the ting, <laughs> the ting was so squatted down. The <laughs> tires were almost rubbing on the wheel wells. Yeah, those are like 80 gallons. They're more than that. They're, they're like hundreds of gallons. Oh, really? Yeah, because the ones that are like four or five feet tall, like four foot oh square, God. they're huge. Yeah, it was a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh they were the square ones yeah yeah i know what you're talking about now yeah i was envisioning the blue kind but in white no you know no what no talking about? like yeah. a blue barrel yeah like the 55 gallon yeah, drums yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no this is those are this is a monster big square gotcha. one yeah, yeah it's crazy so anyway oh hey this is like hey, this is interesting yeah. you're a little tingy on our end i don't know if that's on my end or your end yeah the cell phone no well that was uh this bluetooth i was playing with that was part of the reason i was calling ike to say does this sound tingy <laughs> does this sound tingy he's been testing out new bluetooths lately and yeah okay. he, he's, he's my uh he's my testy. yeah he, i actually have uh yeah go ahead i know say he calls me and i say you sound like shit or you don't oh. <laughs> sounds good bill <laughs> <laughs> so you actually what um no well i i need to let you guys go um but this is crazy, and um, now I know I sound tingy. <laughs> well, you're just a little tingy, but that's okay because you know we don't because we got professional microphones. We True. sound amazing. Yeah. True. Yeah. You guys sound, I mean, you guys sound like a like a, a Old Spice commercial or something. I mean, oh, like an crazy. Old Spice yeah. commercial. Very nice. Interesting. Well, Kyle's the Old yeah, Spice yeah. guy. I don't the use Old, old Spice actually. The Old Spice podcast sound like it. Brought to you, brought to you by Spanx. Spanx or, or Sacks, fucking Spanx. <laughs> no, Bill. Whatever you guys wear that I yeah, don't wear. You wear Spanx, we wear sacks. We got it. We All figured right. it out. Good difference. <laughs> All right, brother. We will talk to All you right. soon. I'm sure I'll talk to you sooner than Saturday, but uh, next next week, Saturday night, it's on. Cool. All, All right. right. All right. Later, brother. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. Well, damn, that worked. How about that? Cool. Look at you. Have him call my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Because it sounded way better than it did with my phone stuck. It did, in the, yeah. and then I figured I could talk to him too. Yeah, no, it's, it's and then people can hear him, and people know now. You can call us. You can call us. We just have to schedule it. Yeah, maybe text before you call. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All well, right, hey, man. Let's that's wrap a wrap. It. Welcome to 2022. We'll see you all next week. Happy New Year, everybody! It's yes. going to be a ride this year. It's going to yeah. be a ride. All right. Much love. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll yeah later. Yeah, I won't say this. Real quick, yeah. everybody out there, take care of yourselves. Take care of your mental health. It's a shitty fucking time right now. A lot of crazy stuff is happening. And exercise, get outside, eat right, get some sleep, take care of yourself. Get together with your family and friends. It's so important right now. Um, it's uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a, just a wild time, and I don't think it's going to get a lot easier for a little while. You know, um, People are dealing with a lot of hard stuff. So be 
conscious of that. Like, be be generous with people. You know, people are going through some hard stuff right now. So just be kind to one another. And uh, yeah, with that, peace, all y'all. All right, all right, later. Bye.